Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, that's not what I was thinking, Alpha. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, I guess that's all we have. Sure. Aliens. I'm Lexi. Let's talk about some animals I've seen. Okay, good. Yes, this is how they should end. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the park today. It's very good that you're establishing this right now. <laughs> yeah, guys, I went to the park today. It was great. Um, I mean, okay, it wasn't great. It's like 95 degrees out today, but like it's butterfly season, so I saw a bunch of butterflies. Yeah. That's nice. I mean... Butterflies are cool. Uh, what? Yeah, they're monarchs. I found out that we have a, a state butterfly. I don't know if every state does, but South Carolina does. And it's really pretty. And I saw one the other day. And that's my story. Like, every state has, like, a hundred different things associated with it. It's really, really easy to clear something the state whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it takes just a couple seconds, right? <laughs> you, you could just Google, like, something your state doesn't have and declare yourself the state whatever. And you'd be fine with it. <laughs> no, 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 no! Like anything that's listed as the like official state blank, like somebody drafted legislation. Uh-huh. And oh yeah, it has to be voted vote in, at right? the state. Yeah, at the state like legislator level. Uh huh. <laughs> there was like on a slow day, it's like sure, whatever, all in favor. Yeah, okay, there you go. Basically, <laughs> do you do you think we could get any state to make us the official state podcast? <laughs> I don't know. God. Do any state have an official podcast? I think it would have to be one of our states, right? I don't know. I feel like we could just find one without a lot of people in it, and then like give somebody five bucks. We should we should try West Virginia and become their official podcast. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> yes. I actually, now I'm really curious what, like, the most prominent South Carolina podcast is, or the most prominent, like, um, oh god, whichever fucking Dakota Lexi is from podcast, sorry. I can't ever. Yeah, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna tell you at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You could have named literally any other person's state. Wait, I think... I think I think you two are, are from the same cardinal direction, so I want to say south. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even going to tell you guys if you're right. At this point, okay. at this I've been through it enough. Times. At this point, Lexi is right. She shouldn't fucking tell me. She's told me 80 times. I just don't get to know now. That's how it works. <laughs> Zach, you had you had so many other options. Like, hey, should we? Any state you could have like I don't know. I'm pretty sure you know what state I'm in. Like yeah. you could have done that. Here's, but, here's like, the nope. thing. 
Okay, hold on, hold on. Zach, do you know what state Mike lives in? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) On that note, uh, Lexi, should we introduce ourselves? No, first we should. Also, I'm pretty sure I saw a woodchuck. Yay! Oh, woodchucks are great. Also, could they chuck wood? Um, well, see, that's what tipped me off. There was some wood chucking going on, so that's why how that's much, how I know. It ran away wood? very quickly when I approached. Mike, are you sure before we do introductions, we shouldn't drill down and, like, tell our listeners exactly where each one of us lives on Mike? <laughs> no. Or... Okay. No. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, Lexi. Go ahead. What is this thing we're doing? Uh, it's Lexi's Animal Corner. It's where I talk about animals I've seen. Okay, Instead good. Of talking about Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, which is a terrible show that sucks. I mean, I it mean, doesn't suck anymore because we're done with it. It's done. We're done that's, with that's this the season. Thing is, if we, Lexi, if we cover this last episode, we're free from the curse. Oh, that is true. It's a good point. Yeah. So let, let's 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 say who we are, so we can get we can get this ball rolling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I guess this. I guess this is aliens with battleborgs now. Um. Show about aliens. Now, now play the theme song, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Battleborg. And. uh... Yeah, I, I'm joined this week by Zach. Hello. Mike. Hello. And Simon. I'm here, everyone. Hopefully I'm going to last this week. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he sticks around this time, although I can't, wouldn't blame him if he decided to duck when we start talking <laughs> about mean, the episode. Because I'm an expert boy. at some things. You never know when like, I might need to stay somewhere to like save the world based on my expertise on some topic, so... <laughs> Right, yes. yeah, exactly. Like the the world the world will need a dad and since yeah. you have two kids oh, now, no. like you're the, someone you're needs the chief to know how to it. change a diaper here in the past and I kinda need to do it. Sorry. <laughs> yep, just this one yeah, diaper. Just in case you fall through a time hole and it turns out you're a chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I feel like we're all chosen when ones, but not for anything good. You, listen, we just need to be the official chosen one. Pick a state that doesn't have one and have them pass it in <laughs> legislature. And... Perfect. Official chosen one of Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool title, right? Yeah. Rhode Island absolutely has a chosen one. Someone has to have gotten there first. Because uh-huh. that's like the first place you try to think of when you think of think of like a nothing state, right? Uh-huh. No, no, the I mean, one. it was the first place I thought of because I literally just thought of it now <laughs> the only thing i can th- think of is that they does rhode island have a statue of peter griffin yet is basically what i'm asking since it's the only thing that they're known for is that that's where family guy is set i mean they're known for a kind of rooster I- i'm like... gonna say yes but a publicly funded one maybe not <laughs> like a uh, private statue is yeah oh that's fair that's a good point so this is a show about aliens with battleborgs, huh? We've definitely proven well, yeah, that. Yeah, it's aliens. There's aliens. Uh, I actually, I, I don't know if we can say that. It's a show about aliens, and sometimes there are borgs that battle, but well, most of the honest- time they're just thirsty. Yeah, no, no battleborgs in this last one. Yeah, no, the the battleborgs seem to be gone, which is fine because they've been fucking useless anyway. They don't really do much. They only blew up one monster in the whole. The whole shebang, so... Like, they look cool, they're just fucking ineffective in battle. Well, you know, their other arsenal has, like... The rest of their arsenal has guns and a big giant sword. Yeah. Oh, I guess the Battleborgs had weapons, but usually they just punch stuff, so that seems like the worst call. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I've talked about it. The Battleborgs are very ill-conceived. Agreed. 
But this And I chose to name this podcast after them. Yeah. Of course. I mean, well, I mean ha- it makes sense. This podcast is also ill-conceived. Yes, very. But also it just ha- it had to fit the the format of the the naming scheme format. So <laughs> Yeah, this 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 show didn't really give us a whole lot of other like traits or things to identify because the alien rangers themselves have like nothing going on. I mean, it could have been like equations with attitude, but, eh. but no, it couldn't. Those those guys specifically have no attitude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they are one hundred percent lacking in attitude. That is that is like their it's, character it's trait. Sister and Titus they... have a little bit of attitude. They, but they I don't know who that is. That's Delphine winks at the end. That's that's something. That's a yeah. We gotta. I want to talk about that when we get there because yeah. I have questions. <laughs> Oh, is that what you have questions about in this episode? <laughs> there's there's a lot of questions about this episode, especially when you consider it's the end of a, like a saga of this franchise and like next it's episode. The end, it's- as far as we can tell, of the franchise altogether. Yeah, and, and according to Netflix, anyway. <laughs> well, just according, yeah, according to the information currently available to me, this is where everything ends. I, well, I'm pretty sure if you type it Alien Rangers, it, it suggests some other shows that don't seem to have anything to do with Alien Rangers in them, but <laughs> that look a little bit similar, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Um, we should probably start with, at the beginning of the episode, but before we do that... <sighs> this is the last time, Lexi, come it's on. Time, it's time for news. Yay! <laughs> You can't run uh, from it Eric, forever. Play the special theme, to- theme song for the last time we are ever going to do news ever. <laughs> I think of the. I think I just played it, and it was that long sigh. I <laughs> yeah, it was just a big sigh. <laughs> you have to. You have to remix a mournful sigh. That's the. That's the challenge. <laughs> oh boy! Don't, that's a, like, that's don't, a final level editing challenge. Don't doubt I think. that he to can do it. There. Like yeah. <laughs> We're just getting progressively more antagonistic towards our own editor, like by asking him dumber and dumber <laughs> things to do all the time. He still seems okay with it so far. It's less that we're antagonizing Eric and more just that this podcast has continually getting further and further up its own ass. Also, like, well, like, so I feel here's like the problem: Eric around, keeps like, actually. <laughs> Eric keeps actually doing the stupid things we ask him to do. That's so if the he thing. Keeps raising yeah, the he's bar, too consummate. We have to keep he puts up with too much he's of our shit. Enabler. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And and I want I want to make it clear to our listeners because you're not behind the scenes. Like I don't think we've ever talked to Eric about like, hey, is it weird that we keep asking you to do this? No, so this is. <laughs> This is like an unspoken rivalry where one time we're going to ask him to do something that he's just doesn't. And then I mean, we're going to be like, oh, instances of that. Like, have you ever listen, actually listened back to the show? Yes, but usually that's them, like he'll 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 still refuse to do things. But usually that's when we're like, hey, like, con- you know, it's some insane request where it's like, <laughs> why don't you like make this hey, person play the duck fart corner theme where it's just <laughs> farts and ducks mixed together for five minutes. No, don't no. say that. The problem, Eric. No, Eric can't do that because we're not going to the duck fart corner. <laughs> we're going to the news segment. Yes. As you know, loyal listeners know, is comprised of four segments: uh-huh. the mighty segment, the morphin segment, the alien segment. 
and the ranger segment. So are we actually doing all four bits this time? I mean, it's the last. Well, time I mean, we, we have it. to. That's how. That's how the new segment works. You can't. You can't have a new segment without <laughs> can't, the four can't change the segments. Segments are set in stone. <laughs> so, so let's start with the mighty news. Okay. Um. This comes from the Whittier Daily News. I have not looked up where Whittier is, but I see L.A. County Fair trending, so I'm going to assume it's somewhere in California. Okay. Michael Gatto. Gotto? I don't know. Um, a name which may sound familiar to you if you have listened to a somewhat recent actor spotlight. Um, he was the child actor who played Child Tommy. Um. He who is, the, uh, is, who is the main Tommy of Alien Rangers, of course. Right, yeah. The, he has far the, more screen time than an adult as, Tommy. As this article says, the young Tommy. Yes. Also his rap name. You know, uh, young Tommy coming to CBS this fall. Yep. <laughs> God. Um, anyway, he uh, is he has uh, retired from being a power, a, uh, unpowered Power Ranger and a child actor in general. And uh, is now a middle school uh, principal. Sorry, I almost demoted him in his own news segment. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a this is a piece of news that Mike found, and um, yeah, this is not actually news. It was originally published in 2013, updated in 2017, but it's news for us. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is the thing is Morphin Legacy, their Twitter account, like retweeted it, and is like, I don't know why they retweeted it specifically. They but I was like, oh, hey, tweet. sure, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, so, let me ask you what, a question. What pissed, what uh, pissed Lexi off was uh, the, the the way they wrote the article for it is they... No, no, they, no, we'll get there, we'll get okay, there, hold okay. on. Um, yeah, anyway, I mean, that's that's basically that's basically the news. It's like, he, he's not, he was a child actor, he didn't go on to become an adult actor, instead he, like, became a teacher, and... Uh, Wanted to become a principal, which is, I mean, that's, if your passion is teaching, that's a pretty cool gig to get, so. I, I just, I know that entertainment news is, a, is like, an established thing, and, and we apparently, as a culture, love it, even though I don't quite understand it. But, Somebody keeps buying those tablets at like, the supermarket. But actor decided to do a thing other than acting. That's news. <laughs> Because there was, this is I mean, so, I mean, this is, this is news person. in the, like, hometown local newspaper sense. Yeah. I mean, I, the, and so. <laughs> I mean, and li- like, literally, this is the Whittier Daily News. Like, this isn't, a, this isn't the fucking New York Times yeah. reporting on this. This isn't the LA, whatever the fuck newspaper LA has. Fair enough. So that, that, that Twitter account just probably, because there was that recent thing with the actor from the Cosby show who worked in a grocery store or something, hardware oh, store. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, they probably, like, looked, do we have anything that, like, relates to this related to Power yeah, Rangers? I, yeah, I couldn't begin to tell you why this got tweeted recently, but... Here we are. Yeah. Anyway, that, so that's, that seriously that's... pissed me off. By the way, it's like, ha, oh yeah, point and laugh at the point and laugh at the person who's not famous anymore. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, on a TV was show bullshit. like thirty years ago. Of yeah, course. Look, look at this. Also, look at this schlub also, who had to get a day job. <laughs> also, talking about fucking former actors from the Cosby Show that we should be like uh-huh. scorning now. Yeah, uh-huh. why I think there's one? at least one that goes higher on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. 
So yeah, so um, there you go. So I, yeah, that's the mighty news. Let's move on to uh, Morphin news. Oh, I see. I see how this is going. So former child actor morphs into school principal. <laughs> this comes from yeah. the Whittier Daily News. Oh, that's going to be the only news. I get it. <laughs> Boy, these bits are really funny when people just immediately like call them out, huh? <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's really funny. Please continue. Yeah, so this, I think I've ranted about this on the show already because I created a fucking hell for myself where I had to look up the word morph in a newsreader, but boy, media really fucking loves to use the word morphs to uh-huh. just talk about a fairly normal transition from one thing to another yeah. that doesn't actually logically follow. Like it's because he nothing about him Rangers. being a child Sorry, actor leads Rangers. into him being a school principal. It's just his goddamn work history. <laughs> yeah. I mean they used it because he was a because he was in Power Rangers. But I, I have another thing which is that the article calls him a former Power Ranger. He was never a Power Ranger as a child. Like no no, no. he that <laughs> Former Michael Goto, version Gato, of Power I'm Ranger. sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Never was never Got a you. Power Ranger. Yeah, accurate. He played a child for, who was formerly a Power Ranger and will once again become a Power Ranger. But not as a child. <laughs> In his tenure on the show, he was never a Power Ranger. You wouldn't say of any of the 600 kids who played young Bruce Wayne in movies that they played Batman, right? No. say that. Yeah, yeah. You would say played young B- Bruce Wayne. Like, there you go. At the convention where they all meet up every year. All, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, there are, like, this isn't unprecedented. A lot of people who have written about Jake Lloyd have called him young, like, child Darth Vader. Young Darth Vader, yeah. I yeah, guess. Which is not a super accurate summation of the character. From a certain point of view. I mean, no. and he he hates it. Like he didn't go like down a good path when people were calling him that. So stop oh, it! No, like, yeah. pretty much, pretty much anyone who was in episode one had a really bad time because turns out a lot of people who like Star Wars are pieces Dicks. of shit. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm sorry. Can we go back to you, Simon? You saying the the convention for all the young Bruce Waynes? <laughs> I mean, it's it's I mean, just there's been a lot. We've seen the Wayne parents get killed a lot of times. I, I yes. Feel like. So I was just gonna say I want a convention where it's all the Martha and what's Thomas his dad's Waynes. name? Thomas Waynes. Yeah. Uh, and they just take a group picture where they're all just laying down. And like yeah, the the, the floor <laughs> is just covered in pearls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like 80 sets of adults in nice yep. clothes on the ground with pearls everywhere. <laughs> right, like those like those con photos where like everyone who cosplayed as some really popular character that year all get together and it's like a fucking multiverse explosion. Uh-huh. S- speaking of which, uh, do you, you ever see uh, those cosplayers who went as Thomas and Martha Wayne to a convention? Yes. And like would just drop dead every time they saw someone dressed as Batman? I w- yes, <laughs> I was just going to mention that. There's al- they also would like go up to Batmans and just be like, we're so proud of you. And I just think that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, like. I mean, there's there's a line for that, obviously. Like cosplayer, like anyone who dresses up as like Deadpool or fucking Rick from Rick and Morty, oh, or, you know, the and just uses that as yeah. an excuse to be an asshole to yeah. everyone. That sucks. But like cosplayers who like just get really into like doing goofy stuff with other people who are cosplaying from the same franchise, yeah. and like anytime where it's very clearly like everyone's having fun with this, like almost like playing on the playground, but for older people. Like, that rules. I love it. It's good. 
I'm pretty sure like if a Goten and a Trunks meet up, they have to do the dance and it's it's not legal <laughs> right, if they yep, don't. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So what's uh the alien news, Lexi? Alright, so alien news. Uh former actor from Mighty Morphin <laughs> Alien Rangers, Michael Godo, has uh well not so much recently anymore, but uh relative to his tenure on the show, become a middle school principal. So the and... thing is it was still funny. <laughs> <laughs> Simon was right. It was still funny. God, I can't wait to see what the Ranger news is, y'all. I'm so stoked. Oh, shit. Okay, Um, I mean, you guys don't want to talk about the uh, alien news more? Like, I feel like there's some meat on these moments. No, okay, I, so feel, I, mean, I, I feel like as far as news principal? about aliens, we, we've gotten... This is one of the one of the blander ones, because, like, we talked about, you know, there possibly being life on Mars, and uh-huh. then we talked about there possibly being life on Mars, and then at one time, just to mix it up, we talked about there possibly being life on Mars. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this this one's just... It's not doing anything for me. All right, well, I guess we can move on to Ranger news. Did you hear the, they found water on Mars, though? Like, it's pretty cool, right? Water. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anyone who listens to the show should have heard about that and how psyched well, I Well, that's it. why I haven't heard about it then, Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair. <laughs> All right, back so to the show, by the way, Simon. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Good to be back. Listen, Simon got his own episode all by himself. That's we true. don't need to. We don't need to give him any, like, extra credit. That's true. Uh, well, I mean. Anyway, yeah. Than, so let's, nice, let's move right. on. Let's move on to Ranger news. So, Night Ranger has a new song out. <laughs> oh, great. Wait, really? Oh, that's awesome. I wonder what happened to young Tommy, though. Is it about how much he hates Obama? <laughs> yeah, no, Night Ranger have a new album called Don't Let Up, and they just released the music video for their first single off of it called Truth. And it's about Obama's bad? Night Ranger's the one with Tim, Tom... Um, oh, shit, what's his name? The guy... Fuck, Ted Nugent? Ted Nugent, right? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. My bad. Never mind. No. Um. No, they um. They mentioned Tom Petty, which oh. is. I mean, like, I can't. I have to imagine a lot of people who were bands in the '80s probably are, you know, thinking a lot about Tom Petty. Sure. Um. Like that dude was pretty cool, and he's dead now, and that sucks. Yeah. Um. And I think. Fun. I think. Yeah. Sounds like that. That fed into some of their process a bit, right? In this, um, the film. Uh, okay, so uh, there's a whole bunch of dudes listed as members of this band. Ted Nugent's in there, but so uh, is Tommy Lee. Right. There's like yeah. So a that's the of people. that's the thing with like arena rock bands from like the '80s. It was a so, super like, group. 70s and 80s yeah, is, yeah. Gotcha. Is like as they toured over the years, like it wasn't a fixed set of hey, it's these five guys and these five guys are the band. It was. Well, you know, our our lead singer that we had last year doesn't want to do it this year, so we tapped this other mm-hmm. guy who is a well-known rocker to fill in for us for a while, and then they get to be on the Wikipedia page forever. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Also, oh, also, like yeah. Good- so yeah, if you're in um, woke Illinois. on October 18, or in Denver on November 29, you can see uh. Mm-hmm. You can see Night Ranger on tour. Oh, also, Lexi, good joke. Nice work. Yeah. The Oh, the Thank bassist's you. name is Jack Blades. No, it isn't. That's not his what? real name. I don't right. believe Thank, you. Thank you, Zach, for the up to the second <laughs> news. <laughs> I mean, artists sometimes use, you know, not their real names. They use stage names. That's common. It's not that surprising. 
Yeah. I mean, so the article I'm reading does just refer to blades a whole lot. I mean, that happens. That's how it works is once you establish the guy's name, you just use, like, the last name. And that is yeah. funny. But, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Night Ranger, they're they're not super great. There's uh, Their song, uh, Sister Christian, was basically on a loop in my brain for an entire semester at uh, college because oh, it was uh, the semester we were learning about electric motors, and there's specifically a mode of electric motors called motoring. Oh, no. <laughs> Is, has the, what's the longest y'all have ever had a song stuck in your head? Because one summer I had Painted Black by the Rolling Stones stuck in my head for seriously three months, and oh, boy. I pretty much wanted to die. <laughs> I was, love that song, but that's bad. It was so yeah. awful. Uh, okay, good. good. Have you heard of having kids? So oh, <laughs> this is a good point. I, yeah. I I don't have to hear you know. Uh, the trolls song Johnny Johnny yes papa times. Johnny Johnny yes papa yeah <laughs> yeah no i it's usually about a week for me for a song to be stuck oh fair enough that's still a long time but the thing is like there are some songs that there there are things that like recurring rhythms in my life like there's some like action i don't know how to explain it but if i like tap like my toothbrush on the edge of the sink like you, I often like do the same kind of beat, and sometimes that beat like matches a song or whatever, and I'll always get have that song stuck in my head after that S- or something. Simon, Simon, are you yep. trapped in Stomp World? No, I'm just <laughs> in my own. Sounds like a fun here. place to be, honestly. I don't. But, you guys uh, haven't met was, Simon was in person, say, but uh, I have. He's actually blue. He's a blue man. Oh, he's in a group. Yeah, he's in a group of men. Yes. Do you think the Blue Man group has ever covered Eiffel 65's blue? I mean, that would be too on the nose, maybe. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit too on the nose. They're too avant garde. It's on on the nose, it's on the lips, it's on the cheeks, it's on all of them. That's the whole point. They're blue all over. (laughs) The Blue Man group are artistes. They would never stoop that low. Um, But I was going to say, ever since I finally listened to uh, Punch Up the Jam, because a whole bunch of our friends kept talking about how good it is, uh, and it is. Uh, I've had uh, "What a Fool Believes" by the Doobie Brothers stuck sure. in my head for I want to say like a month. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I mean, I like that song, but that's too long. <laughs> All right, Lexi, good job. Good news segments. You never have to toot again. The last ever news segment. <laughs> Okay, like I'm, I'm super eager to not talk about the show either, but we've got to at some point. You guys got all got the him. other we stuff. We have a lot to get through here. I'm ready. Uh, no, no, you're not. <gasps> None of us are. But we still have to talk about Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers season one, episode ten, Hog Day Afternoon, part two. You know what? I'm. No matter how this goes, I am dead certain that season two is better. It has to be. There's, there's no way they can go lower. Have you noticed that there's no season two on Netflix? Like, no, you can't go there. There's no episodes. Now that doesn't surprise me, given how this ends. But I have a lot of faith in Hollywood to bullshit up excuses to continue a show. Twenty, especially one as successful as this must have been. Okay. Hey, hey, Simon. Yeah. Stepping out a little, like to the side of the bit, but not okay. outside it entirely. Hi, I've been uh, here the whole time. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you um. 
Did you rank this separately when you did your seasons? No, I counted it as part of season three. You should. Boy, you that, sh- is, yeah. that is super unfair to season three. <laughs> Holy should, shit. I feel like you should go back and change that. I, I disagree. <laughs> I feel like this I feel like this is part of season three. Yeah. It's explicitly not, though, is the thing. But it's it's basically is, though. It, it's weird on the because in Netflix, it's separate. But on on the DVDs, it's part of season three. Like, it, it yeah. is counted as part of season three. I mean, I feel like if they sold you Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the complete set, and it was just the first 33 episodes of season three, and then, like, you had to buy another set for the 10 episodes of Alien Rangers on the yes, side. Yes, that is 100% what they should do. Because <laughs> then no one would do that. You yeah. just wouldn't have those episodes. Yep. And that would be better. I mean, that would be, like, what anime does all the time. I get it, but still. I mean, all, why why did we make this a separate podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should have kept the same feed or something, even. So yeah, yeah. So, I can't believe we bought a whole new website and everything. That's, that's, that was throwing money down the toilet. Let's. It, sorry, I had some end like end of series thoughts, but I'll save those till the end. Let's, yeah, save it. Yeah. Save it for when we when the series ends. Yeah, right. When, you know, in like two or three. Se- I don't know how long. Whenever that happens, yeah. Alright, so we open up on a barren wasteland that was once Earth. <laughs> yeah. Like, like up in the who knows in the like not very much time as far as I can tell between the end I mean, of it, last it, episode and it's this. It's still the afternoon of Hog Day, so that's... Right. <laughs> we we open on the clouds actually, and this is yeah. the first thing I want to talk about. Is that like Hydrohog's power evidently isn't to actually steal the water. No, it's, it's or to evaporate. Drink it all up, right? He, yeah, he just evaporates everything. Now, like, in there's a, a sense, there's a solution stealing. to this, and it's weight. <laughs> well, yeah, not really, because I mean, like, it would be bad. It would create a huge fucking hurricane. Like it would. Yeah, like the yeah the implications for the weather patterns on Earth. As well as, like, the complete devastation of all marine life. So that was my question is, is it this lake or is it literally all water? I mean, it's not literally all water because they didn't get to those jugs in Zordon's bunker. Well, they were, they were in yeah, a they, jug. Zach, they can't have the actual apocalypse happen and then shrug it off because, like, this isn't totally spies. Are those warded jugs that, like, are hog guy proof? Yes, they're So here's, here's the thing. It's clearly enough... It's clearly enough water on Earth, at the very least, that to make, like, to make the scientists really across the world and apparently weathermen have gathered together to like try and study what's going on here. Uh-huh. Right. So a news reporter, they're watching a Actually, news reporter. No, let's not move on from that line, because I love the idea of scientists in this world constantly trying to figure out and understand the totally batshit things from, like, magical space people that happen on Earth. And I want to clarify that scientists and weathermen is a weird thing, because most weathermen are meteorologists, which is a science degree. Like, No, w- w- the people who read the weather on TV are not always actual meteorologists. Yes. True, but a lot of them are. More. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are. Uh, well, the people who actually come up with the forecasts, and some of them do, like, speak up in the media, but depending on I mean, it depends on where you're watching, but, like, yeah. most of the weather reports around here are from 
degreed meteorologist. Yeah, I, it just like, de- it just depends on the channel. Some some yeah. local channels have actual meteorologists be the but like the, 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 the weather reporter. as far as I remember reading is actually syndicalized, so you get it from the center or whatever, and you just read the weather news on your show or something. So it's not always all anyway, I'm just well, so, yeah, so, so my <laughs> my point is is it's it's unfair to separate weathermen from sci- scientists because oh, yeah. a lot of them are. Yeah. yeah. But but they they say so so it's this reporter who's reporting from the dry lake bed like, hey, we don't know the fuck. It's bad and scientists don't know what's going on and weather Weathermen have joined forces to, across the country to investigate the massive cloud coverage that is sapping and collecting the world's water supply. I want to see the fucking NASA control room where all the meteorologists are right now, just like <laughs> tossing papers around, trying to figure this shit out. It doesn't make any sense, damn it. No, it doesn't make any sense. This is not a weather phenomenon. Well, yeah, so that's not the... how the water cycle works. Right, so that's the thing is like, Apparently, they've realized that this cloud is, like, eating all the water. And I know that that's sort of, like, evaporation is, you could kind of maybe sort of call it that. But that's not how it works. No, Zach, you cannot call (laughs) anything eating all the water. Yeah, well, okay, fine. But the point is, like... Well, no, that's that's how Zach's eat eats it when he is forced to is he takes like a fork and a knife and <laughs> just, just a cube of ice like it's gelatin that's, that's why i hate it so much yeah but like <laughs> you, oh man the water in south carolina is really messed up yeah oh, it's not good it's so but, cold and solid <laughs> so water water evaporates and then it all like i mean all a lot of it will join in the sky into a cloud that's how it works but they're saying like we are aware that this cloud is like consuming the water. I mean, if <laughs> if they can see like if there's some kind of massive hurricane wind that's taking water from the opposite end of the earth all the way around and like bringing it to this one cloud, I'd say that's noticeable to people who study the weather. <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> I'm saying that it's not noticeable. I'm saying like if they can figure that out, what they should be doing instead of being like well, oh, this is an interesting weather phenomenon. We should try to figure out how that's working. Is they should be going, hey, you know the magic witch on the fucking moon? We should probably go figure out what the hell she's what, doing. What I wonder is how much the scientific community reverts to the Rita hypothesis. That's a good <laughs> question. That's actually a really phenomenon. good question. Because- like, yeah, at what point do you, like... At what point do you say, okay, the the likelihood of this being fucking space witch magic is like ninety eight percent? They had to rewrite Occam's Razor in that point in that world. Like it's this the simplest solution is probably true, or a space witch did it. <laughs> Here's the thing: if if we set aside the fact that like this is a world where basically the humans are all like goody good, safer quote unquote like you know punks like Bulk and Skull and so uh-huh. on and so forth. Like, that still kind of works, but, like, if you apply this to real-world logic, which I know we would never do on a children's show here, (laughs) but, like, you basically give bad faith actors the, like, ultimate power of plausible denial. Oh, yeah. Alex Jones loves Rita. Like, Uh he... (laughs) But, so... Well, yeah, I mean, Alex Jones also loves being evil, so that makes (laughs) Well, yes. So, So, seriously, though, if you are a scientist... The hydro hog is turning the hogs gay, or whatever. (laughs) If you are a scientist... Every red string 
conspiracy board in the world and that world is just every string pointing to a picture of Rita. Right. Well, yeah. No, 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 that's the <laughs> thing. The, the, Rita, the, Rita, the Rita possibility is super reasonable. Conspiracy theory theories would all be around no 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 that ver- that thing that's been attributed to Rita Repulsa Rita Repulsa herself claims she did and is proud of that was totally the government man I was actually going to say the other side of that coin conspiracy theories are no longer fun right that's because, true like, re- it's always just Rita it's like but, well fuck it but so really though if, if you can't blame a... it on like lizard people con- controlling the KGB or whatever because <laughs> it's just it's a space switch now but if you're a scientist in a world where like Rita, a, a space which, like, verifiably exists, <laughs> then if you do an experiment, like, y'all know, like, the double slit experiment where they kind of yep. figured out quantum physics? So oh, they yeah. Sh- so they shine a light through two slits. Oh, and- double slit experiment. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, and, uh, it- <laughs> and it comes out the other side, like, three... Three yeah, slits it's like because of how it's, quantum it's the experiment shit works. that proves that light is both particles and waves. Right. So basically, in that world, the grand unification theory of physics is a space witch did it. Right. Because if you do that experiment and a space witch exists, you're not. You're like I don't know if you would try to figure out how it works or if you would just go. Well, clearly, it's fucking space magic. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not even just the existence of Rita herself personally. It's the confirmed, explicit, objective existence of magic. Of magic. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, so, like, I think you guys are not, I think you guys are underestimating the scientific community. Like, the, what's going to happen is an immediate refocus into, okay, how do we tie, how do, we've got to study all these magical events, understand what the, you know, what sort of properties they've got. Yeah. Basically doing the bullshit we try to do of trying to make sense of, powers that kind of are just whatever we feel like having happen this week will happen and trying to come up with a unified understanding of how like what are the rules for this yeah like that's 100 percent what the scientific community is going to do now and then it turns into disc world right yeah well yeah i mean yeah it's it's exactly what happens like this is not a new thing no fair enough how science has always worked that's you come up with a theory about how everything works based on what you can observe um over time you refine it and it gets passed around the community and you come to consensus mm-hmm. somebody discovers something fucking buck wild that doesn't ma- like line like up with any of it and rules. yeah and you immediately start working on okay well how do we how do we account for this how do we factor in that's where I, quantum I, mechanics I, comes from fair I enough wanna, i want to see the guy who like was to get up in front of a podium in front of like an international <laughs> meeting of like the world's most brilliant chemists mm-hmm. and has to be like <clears throat> uh, distinguished guests I have an announcement alchemy's back baby <laughs> <laughs> I will also one last thing before we move on from this because we're a minute and 30 seconds into the episode uh, we're right where we should be this just gives every parent the best I don't know shut up answer to any question that their kid ever asks hey dad why uh what makes wind reader repulsa okay great thank you <laughs> like, where you do know- babies come from Man, okay so see, the problem is the flip side of that is now every kid's like irrational fears have no yeah. real you uh, have no way to explain it away yeah. because you cannot say for sure there's not a monster under their bed. Well, I mean, people in this show definitely try to tell kids there's no such thing as monsters <laughs> right, at, like, in, like, season fucking 12. It's not gonna work 12. because the kids have seen the monsters <laughs> yeah. themselves! Yeah, it's so crazy. 
So like it's uh, the opposite. Like in in our world, you make kids believe in Santa Claus because you want them to believe that magic exists. In their world, they they tell their kids that monsters don't exist because they desperately want their kids to believe just for a few blessed years in their <laughs> lives that everything is rational. <laughs> But also, like, Santa's real in their world, too. <laughs> Santa is actually real, so they pretend that he's not and that he's not going to bring them any presents. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, your your job as a parent in our world is to keep kids' belief in magic alive as long as possible. Uh-huh. In the Power Rangers it's world, to delay it's to it as long as keep possible. Them, it's keep them from discovering the truth about magic for as long as possible. So Santa, get, like, leaves all the presents there and, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You just, like, add quick labels and price tags on everything to make sure <laughs> Great. So okay. So yeah. So the yeah. So they've got the fucking viewing globe tuned into this news report, and um, they're kind of just casually talking about how the alien rangers are still slowly dying in a uh, um in In an empty empty pool pool somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It just it like a high school pool that's just been emptied out for reasons. Yeah. Because all the water's in in the cloud, Mike. Keep up. Yeah, but yeah, but it's it's just um yeah, so yeah, Alpha's Alpha's gonna try and find a way to like get the water out of the cloud, which guys, I think there's a mechanic for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a system. Well it's magic. Which, it's a magic cloud. Oh no, yeah, like... I mean that that is I mean that is true. The fact that it hasn't already started raining and it's continuing to just suck up more moisture is proof that it doesn't work like the actual water cycle because this cloud would be way oversaturated. Yeah, it's, a sh- it's one cloud that has, you know, I don't, obviously not all, but most of the Earth's water in it. That's not how it works. Right, it's so. at like 500% uh, humidity, you know, uh, capacity or yes. whatever for water. Yeah. Which, by the way, I feel like this barely needs to be mentioned, but everyone on Earth should be dead already by this point. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, the... the the fact that he hasn't quite completely drained all of Earth is immaterial. He has <laughs> devastated the planet already. Yep. But um, fortunately, there is one thing he cannot devastate, and that is water that's already trapped in a container. Right, yes, yeah. It has those childproof safety caps on them, so can't do anything. Yeah, yeah fortunately, the command center has an earthquake readiness kit. Not a joke, by the way. Not a joke yeah, like he made. That's <laughs> such a fucking weird, weirdly specific thing to call out. Okay, so this this is a weird thing to say, considering it's already taken us like so long to discuss like a minute's worth of TV show. <laughs> but we actually skipped something. <laughs> Zordon has, has told Alpha and Billy to work on a machine and exact words oh, yeah. to reverse the cloud's polarity to uh-huh. release the water. You know, oh, right, yeah, I started to talk about it and then got distracted by the, you know, water cycle. At this point in TV shows where someone says reverse the polarity on X, they should they may as well just say science, 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 science because f- that doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what the script says on Star Trek, so... <laughs> yeah. Wait, does it really? Do they just yeah? They on just on Star Trek, when when the writers would write a script, they would just like insert brackets, science, techno babble, whatever, and then would have a consultant just fill it in with bullshit after that. Yep, that's awesome. I love it. Yep. <laughs> so I'm actually sorry. I, while while you guys are talking, I pulled up the um, NASA page for the water cycle because I'm trying to figure out exactly how precipitation starts. Like <laughs> there could actually be a reverse of polarity involved here. I, oh, wow. 
actual okay. science. Oh, great. There you I, go. I, I I'm not making that claim. I'm just saying it's possible. With positive and negative charges or something? Don't yeah, like ionization is... A thing I mean, that that's what causes place. lightning, isn't it? It's just like differences in polarity between the clouds and the Earth cause... A well, yeah, but when you get down to a molecular level, that's how literally everything interacts. Well, yeah. Right. So, cool. yeah. But in any case, that's that's not a super necessary diversion in this already 40-minute episode of They do call the podcast. thing they want to make a hyper-ionization beam, so I guess that's sort of... Like, makes sense, some sense, anyway. Yeah, like, I mean, somebody at least put together the thing that ionization is a thing that applies to clouds sometimes. Good enough. Anyway, um, Tommy and I guess some of the other kids come up with, uh, I say come up because I, I feel like an earthquake readiness kit would be in the basement, but whatever. Um, yeah, which we'll learn later it wasn't because there's something no. else in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, but, there's, a, yeah, there's an so, unrelated bunker next to the Yeah, so they center. have two, like, <laughs> gallon jugs of water and like, oh, hey, you should, yeah, totally get that to the uh, to the alien rangers. Which, by the way, if Zordon wanted, like, the rangers to survive for a length of time in, a, in case of an earthquake in a bunker, I don't think two jugs of water is enough. Yeah, no, this isn't, this isn't enough for... The it's enough for like two to people drink, for one day. Much less to rehydrate these amphibious beings. Can I yep. like So they take that and they go to to the empty pool or the rangers were trying to the alien rangers were trying to re rehydrate and they they run over and um and Tommy lets Delphine drink this water and I'm so I have mad a, that you guys learned their names. I have something to say. Delphine's which is, the leader. I remember that one. Which is, here's the thing, um, they've never drunk water in yeah. this show. They just nope, stand I, near it and get rehydrated. I immediately thought the same thing. I'm like, this they should is- just open those jugs and splash them right on their faces, yeah. is what you're saying. That so- didn't hit me. The thing that hit me was just how awkward, like, Tommy's actor looks, like, Having trying to, to feed like, water feed to a grown woman? woman water yeah <laughs> yeah I mean to be fair that's a really awkward thing to have to do I'm gonna also here's the this thing it looks so uncomfortable so first y'all. so first he starts pouring water into her mouth which I'm trying not I don't want to get weird but like at the end of the episode Delphine winks at Tommy yeah. and that's oh, you're, weird. you're saying like the feeding you water is like this big equation. I'm saying on. if you've ever like literally fed someone from a bottle and they were an adult, that's like... Okay, but like if someone's some dying of there. thirst and I have this bottle okay, of water well, and Zach, I give it Zach, to them. Zach, I want to... I want to point out that when people are di- literally like dying of dehydration, they're usually too weak to drink themselves. Yeah, and you that's have fair. To pour water into their mouth. That, that's fair. So, so you're, you're right. That's that a good point. That would run into someone dying in the desert and like with this jug of water. It's like, but it's water. but it's very yeah, awkward. But if I do that, it's weird. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just this is, saying. Okay, it. we've stumbled into an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm here. <laughs> anyway, so it starts off weird uh, and like kind of uncomfortable, and then. At some point, Tommy, like, Tommy's actor just keeps doing it and looks at the camera, and he basically looks like like you might look when you're pumping gas into your car and you're just sort of bored. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, like that. It's like he's just, just feeling... Just for this to finish. Yeah, he's just, like, waiting for the Delphine to be full so he can stop. It's just no, like, I don't like the way you said that. 
It's just very weird. <laughs> so and then you just gonna give her a few more drops to get a round number. Rita's watching all this and getting very excited. Yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> Do we have any water feeding enthusiasts listening to here? <laughs> Let us know if that does it for you. So here's the thing. Rita wasn't actually watching that scene, but it immediately cuts from that scene to her watch, looking through the telescope. So it heavily uh-huh. implies it. Yeah, sure. Um, but then, but then she's she uh, she's just um, well, yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm wrong. She w- totally was. She's laughing at the idea that these uh, these two jugs of water will be enough to do anything. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, I, oh, I, it's- I don't think this show's gonna leave anything up to the Kuleshov effect. I think they're gonna explicitly tell us everything. Uh huh. And uh, so, um, yeah. So she and she and Zed just celebrate a little bit that you know their plan is very much working, which they're not wrong at this stage. Like uh-huh. it's very much working. Yeah. And then we cut to fucking <laughs> Africa. Who the hell knows? Okay. Um, so, oh boy. Uh, let me dig it up again. We got a message on the Facebook group. Yeah, that message is bullshit. <laughs> Well, so, so so quickly, several people, let's just do this now. Several people have messaged us to say they're, because we've mentioned this before, that, that Tanya is not actually from ancient Africa, as we said before. Well, yeah, which, no, it's definitely not ancient. Which accurate. is true, because yeah. we meet Aisha's great aunt, which means it's, it's not it's recent that, past Africa. that far in the past. That said, yeah. it's pretty obvious why we thought that. Uh-huh. Because the village that they go to looks like it's from the nineteen or not sorry not even nineteen from like the seventeen hundreds. It's it, it has three huts, a, a campfire, and like a dozen people. There's literally someone in the front who's carrying like a Zulu shield yeah. and a spear. Yeah, no, it's it's your it's, it's, it's your every typical Afri- yeah. African stereotype you can think of. Yep, it's the same also, bullshit they pulled with really every other culture. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, but also it's gonna make uh, a thing that Zordon says like, like if this is if this is like the present, it's not. It, but like if it is, it's it makes not. a thing Zordon's gonna say later even crazier when it's already crazy. But also, it would mean that when Aisha went to the time hole, because like we saw her show up, uh, like at the beginning of the previous episode, yeah, and it would mean that she was the only ranger who didn't go back in time. Well, she she, she went this forward, is... and she went forward like four days. Well, Mike, this no, this is back in time because her great aunt is like you know forty or something in this, so it's like. It's just recent past as opposed to what we thought, which was, like, way in the past. Yeah, no, th- now, to be fair, it being in the past still makes for a fucking huge-ass question at the end of this episode, but it's a different question. Uh-huh. Well, the point is, though, the thing we're getting to is any explanation you could give is, and I, and listen, I get it, that's the, that's the thing we're, we're doing here, that's what we're here to do, we're trying to make sense of complete fucking nonsense. Oh yeah, it's garbage garbage trash. There is no logical explanation it, for any so, of It's so it's frustrating because beyond like so we've talked a lot about how f- like racist slash at the very least problematic all the the depictions of other cultures are in this show. Um and it's fucked up in kids cult kids culture, kids like t- TV and stuff. 
how that, every that youth culture right how every place that isn't like Europe or America is always portrayed as like mud and huts. Oh yeah. Because for a long fucking time, when I was growing up, I was like, well, I guess everywhere that's not here is like 400 years removed in the past because I'm seven. And that's what they're telling me by showing me this shit. And like, yeah, that is. Yeah, it's it's materially harmful. And beyond just like you should know better. This is insensitive. It's teaching kids like. Like, again, they're literally living in huts, and this is, uh-huh. like, at the maximum in, I don't know, like, 1950? Like, Something you know like what that. I mean? Like, it's yeah. just yeah, so, yeah. Americans are pretty well-known, uh, like, for universally almost in the international community as being very ignorant about other cultures, and this is a key component There's of There's a good reason why, because yeah. kids watched TV shows that said, like... I'm trying to, I feel like maybe Captain Planet was the one where I was like, oh, these kids are from other countries and they're just like kids from, you know, like normal places. But also it's Captain Planet, so (laughs) it wasn't like the best representation. But How fucking wild (laughs) is it that Captain Planet wound up being one of the more true-to-life children's cartoons of the era? Yeah, the fact, it's one of those things where, like, when you're watching it, you're like, there's villains who all they want to do is pollute for no reason? That's Um, impossible. Guys, guys, (laughs) that was so much 80s cartoons because they were primarily satirizing the already horrific environmental crisis we were in in the 80s that just, like... The shit we're in now is not new. It's been oh, yeah. going on for a long time. No, totally. And- it's just it's just like at the time uh, you're like like one of the bad guys in Captain Planet was like a pig man and he it was like no, he just wants to pollute. It's not to make money or like for any other purpose. He just wants to pollute. And at the time it was like ha, 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 that's ridiculous. And now I'm like, eh, maybe maybe that's somebody out there. <laughs> seems seems likely. I, I distinctly remember and I distinctly remember because it it's one of the most infamous episodes of the show. There's there's one of the villains that's like a sewer rat man. <laughs> yeah. And uh he his his evil scheme was to spread misinformation about AIDS. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like, like yeah, that horrific supervillain thing that no sitting president would ever, you know. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, what yeah, the fuck? <laughs> you can't share your water fountain with this kid. He has AIDS. Oh God. Like yeah. So it was, it was so do. it was just Ronald Reagan then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he was a horrific sewer rat. So yes. I mean, good on Captain Planet for trying to actually educate kids about the true, like, things about AIDS in a time where a lot of misinformation I mean, they, was present. They were trying. They were trying. They overstepped their bounds sometimes. Yeah. I, uh, they, they had another infamous episode that I think involved the L.A. riots, but, uh, <laughs> oh, like, boy. yeah, yeah okay. they, there was, yeah, they, they, they meant well, if nothing else. Yeah, God, so God, God save us all from... People who mean well. Maybe we should rewatch Captain Planet. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, getting back to this fucking TV, sh- this fucking shit TV show we're supposed to be talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Tanya and uh, Aisha get back to this quote unquote village, and a woman we have not been introduced to yet uh, lectures Tanya about being out after nightfall, which, given the established sick and dangerous animals, Fair point, lady. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Aisha comes up and is like, oh, she, she, she was out late because she rescued me. Uh, I'm Aisha. Sorry about the, the problems, I guess. And this, yep. this woman pulls the fucking cliche of, oh, let, come, get, let me get a look at you. And then, like, immediately, I guess, keys into the fact that this is her... <laughs> Grand yeah, from the future. This is this is fucking like leaps of logic. Like, <laughs> like the the old lady tells Aisha she looks just like she used to look fifty years ago, and like Aisha says, "Well, my mom told me about my great aunt Ashala, which is the same name as this lady has." And then she's like, "Yep, it's me." And this lady has not been briefed about the whole time travel thing. <laughs> no, so yeah, far. yeah, no. Uh, Aisha's great aunt is just magic, I guess, yeah. which is kind of a, a that's, that's another a really problem. bad trope to dabble in here, guys. Every, they've met old magic people in almost every uh, quest they've gone on. So, like, yeah. right, because otherwise they would be children stranded with no idea what's going on. They need somebody here to bullshit answer questions. Can I? Can I ask y'all a question? Can you guys tell that people are related just by looking at them? Uh, I mean, well, it's some super. People, yeah. That's that's not a that's not something that you can answer on a broad scale because genetics are wild. Well, sure, okay. I mean, but, my kids look a lot like me. I can tell, but I'm very biased. <laughs> not the no. I mean, at all here, there but... are definitely like people with strong family resemblances. Where like there's certain you know facial features or whatever that mm-hmm. just happen to be very similar between members of the family. Sure, but that's you thing. you you couldn't. In general, go like, oh, hello, complete stranger. You must be related to me based on your visual. Right. No, I wouldn't like, do um, that. I, well, I've seen some people that look like other people. I wouldn't never just tell them on the street, are you related to this other person? Boy, you guys have not lived in a small town, huh? I guess. No, that is true. I have The number of people I do not recognize and for all, as far as I knew, had never met who would go up, who would you know, come up to me and say, oh, you must be Charlie's kid. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that happens a lot. Turns I've never, out. I've never lived. Well, when I was little, I lived in a small town, but, you know, that doesn't really count. So, no. Yeah. So, yeah, if you are from a small town where, like, your family and extended family are, like, well-known and have lived for generations, people will be able to recognize you based on your resemblance to, you know, other family members. That's a thing. Hey, folks, listening at home, uh, if you've ever been, like, an exact clone of an older relative, please write in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think about that sometimes, because those, those comparisons are a lot less uh, great for me these days. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, Aisha... So, so, Ashala tells the girls, yeah, okay, you are home. This is, like, I'm actually your great aunt. Come sit. And, like... There's a shot of Tanya and Aisha looking at each other, and Tanya just kind of like shrugs and like scrunches her face and goes, "You know, whatever, let's go." Yeah, I mean, at <laughs> she this always point, says things like that. At this point, she's been a Power Ranger long, and en- uh, Aisha's been a Power Ranger long enough. She knows to just kind of go with whatever happens. Yeah. So they're sitting around the uh, the campfire now, um, and Aisha's great aunt like just immediately launches into some fucking nonsense. Well, she says, like, the animals are sick and, uh, like, it's a dark time because if they die, we all die because we'll have nothing to eat. No, she, well, I mean, she gets a little more, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the gist of what she says. But the specific words are, um, 
If they that, cease uh, to the exist, animals so will we. animals represent our future. Yeah, and if they cease to exist, so shall we, which is, <laughs> like, way more, like, on a conceptual level horrifying. That's one of those things where it's like, I get what you're going for, also, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> the words you chose are apocalyptic in a no, way that they do not need to be. It's like Piccolo and Kami. They're, they're linked together. Yeah. <laughs> them and the animals, the, the second, The second the last lion dies, they'll just fade out of existence. No, no, no not dies. <laughs> Blinks out of existence. Yes, yep. sorry, sure, sorry. They are going to fade away like Marty McFly. Uh huh. So well, this they are tra- traveling through the past right now. So so speaking of this lady being magic, she tells she says, "So Aisha, here's the thing: you're the chosen one, and you're sent here <laughs> yeah. by magic to save us from this plague." Now, <laughs> I have some questions. Uh, and weirdly, Aisha does not. Yeah. Yep. So first of all. The, okay, this is time travel. Mm-hmm. So, did these people all die before Aisha went back? No, no Aisha, Aisha her, always no, went no, no, back. Okay, it's... no, 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 no. We have established this is not time travel. This is dimensional travel. Okay, time is a dimension. <laughs> Shut up, Simon. <laughs> hey, here's here's my question. Yes. How how did how the fuck does Great Aunt Ashala immediately come to the conclusion that this child that wandered in from out of nowhere is the fucking chosen one. Was there a prophecy? Dude, I don't know, but a couple episodes ago, there were uh, Native American cave paintings in fucking crayons. No, 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 no cave Power paintings. Rangers. Cave fucking chalk drawings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I wanted a uh, quick shout out to our friend William, who... Uh, who did a write-up for us on that episode and said that it was progressive of them to show that the Native Americans had access to Crayola, which is very, very funny. <laughs> it's a very good write-up. I especially like the bit where he said, like, I was expecting the over-under on first hearing a hawk sound effect to be two minutes, and it was four and a half seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, boy. They were, they were expedient with the racial insensitivity. In yeah, just get it in as quick as possible. It's not much better here. We get tribal drugs. No, it's terrible. Yeah, no, I, yeah I'm glad you said it, because I did want to mention that. the They do the exact same bullshit they did with the um, Native American one of you know that just pulling out all of the like broad tropes. That drums thing is something that like to this day, if you watch a network TV show where they go to Africa, uh-huh. they do the exact same shit. Like yeah. that has and, not changed. And it and that kind of shit like directly impacts people. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like, uh, so, so the this she's a chosen one somehow. The, like she doesn't even. I mean, let yeah, Aisha Zordon say chose, a single word there. That's, that's it's true. Just, Zordon did choose her. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. She she's also the so, chosen one of that village. They 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 have they held a vote, and she's the chosen one. So so, so here's stay there forever get, now. Because <laughs> I yeah, we have a, we have a write-in candidate, mysterious child who hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. <laughs> so here's but, what I'll say. Because I do like doing the fun bullshit, like uh, trying to explain it in the lore. That's that's fun. So I'm gonna try to do that now. This lady has one of the pieces of the Zeo crystal. Yeah, this is yet again, somebody just fucking has this thing they're supposed to be on a quest for and just fucking hands it to them. That is true, but what I will say- No fucking questing happened. No, 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 there is no questing. But what I'm going to say is, the Zeo Crystal is directly connected to the Morphin Grid. 
the morphing grid has been shown to be able to like show people things. And she says, I have called upon my personal talisman in times of yeah, uncertainty. Also, also a thing I wanted to call out is, yeah, they're doing fucking magical talismans. Which, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. in, in fiction, it's possible that the piece of the Zeo crystal, like told her, you need to look for this person. Okay, fine. That doesn't excuse like, how bad this is, but that's the only way I can make this make any sense in my head. So there you go. <laughs> um, and yeah, I do love the rapid fire bullshit of you're the chosen one. Well, I I don't know how to be the chosen one. It's okay. I have a I have a talisman who guides me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the Zeo crystal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, quest done. I guess. And then she yep. gives it. So also, this is something else that like. They f- it gets better later, but in this time before they like switch the team uh, with the season and they just have to like swap people out. I being a Power Ranger is, is supposed to be special and like I don't have anything against Tanya, but like. No, I mean, there's, there's a bit at the end of this episode that's especially ridiculous. Right, but this, this episode makes it seem like Tanya gets to be a Power Ranger because she just happened to by, be around. By default. Basically, and, yeah. You know. That is exactly to- how Aisha became a fucking Power yes. Ranger. Well, Correct. yes, but those three Rangers at least, like, helped them save people from. There was, like, a little more buildup, but yes, you're right. It wasn't that much better. Um, they didn't like audition to be Power Rangers. They just happened to be around. Well, they didn't. They save people from that cave. They they did something. I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm sure Tanya has yeah. probably helped a fucking like baby cheetah across the road or something. <laughs> but again, that wasn't like they didn't help somebody to become Power Rangers. They just happened to be at the command center when Zordon needed new bodies. Yeah, that that is definitely... Like, during the Zordon era, Zordon does not seem especially picky, which goes with that way back our whole, oh, like... Yeah, I mean, it goes back to how the original Rangers got yeah. their powers, which was he just picked five people who were standing close to one. Right, which which in the, in the show, he was like, Alpha has chosen you. He's like, no, you just grab five people. Like, that's uh-huh. just... <laughs> so, Zordon, yeah. you gave Alpha no actual criteria for selecting somebody so alpha just scrambled to grab something yeah so in this they 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 give aisha the crystal the woman gives aisha the crystal and i don't understand this part at all oh sorry actually first yeah i I mean i do i can explain it to you so we cut to uh rocky and cat who have gone around and found the only other bottles of water in california (laughs) california a, a state known for not needing to have sources of water on right. hand. Yeah, of course. I was about to say they broke into the Nestle Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they found they found someone watering their lawn and just bottled that. That's what happened. Right. Well, no, because that if they were trying to bot like, I guess water towers would be considered the just gigantic bottles of water. Pretty also, nice. they have like a little cart full of jugs, so they actually yeah, found yeah. Quite so a yeah, bit they've got. A, they said they managed to find a few more bottles of water, and that boggles my mind. <laughs> like I could <laughs> literally then, walk down to a convenience store that's several blocks away from me and get more water than they have found. The the weird thing is that it's not even bottled water; it's actual like Tupperware jugs filled with tap water, presumably. That some they of them, found. Uh, some of the, some of the. Those look like the kind of jugs you'd buy at a fucking grocery store where you can, like, fill them yourself. Sure. Yeah, Like, maybe. emergency bug-out bag water bottle survived yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. 
Um, so then we cut back to uh, the well, command so, center. Yeah, I mean they they do a, they do one of those dumb just handoff to handoff to handoff thing, which yep. seems really unnecessary. That's way since these are just jugs. Well, that's one of those things where like it makes sense when you're doing like a line to get water on a fire, but uh-huh. not so much when it's just like there's some people. Just give them the bottles. Like it's right, like they could each grab a bottle and go to a ranger and it would be fine. Also, can we so I'm I'm trying not to like skip ahead, but this next scene No, we need to get this moving because we're it's an hour. <laughs> well, in I mean yeah. the show does too, because Billy has finished his weather cannon. He just needs to insert the blue the canister he, he thing. Needs, he needs to shoot the clouds in the viewing, the globe, viewing globe. So that's what I was gonna well, say. Did we know that the viewing globe was also a portal up until this point? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, technically it's a viewing portal. Like, that's... Right, but did we know that you could, like, affect things on the other side of the viewing so, globe? So, yes, I so, Zach, what this so. is telling us is the viewing globe isn't displaying an image of things. It's actually, like, it's a magic window that is directly connected to whatever you're looking at. Okay. So, okay. It's, it's so kind of a shame the... that this is the last thing the viewing globe is ever used for. Also, wait, really? So... Oh, wait, no, well, they use Zach... it again at the end of the episode. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but, but Zach, just think about what happens at the end of the episode. Like, I mean, the viewing globe doesn't to, survive this episode. That has to be the heck. truth. Yeah. This is a good point. Fair so, point. So, because because I'm me, this is where my mind went. Do you think things traveling through the viewing globe? Do you think it's like a window, or is this more like a Mike TV situation? I don't know what that means. Is it Mike? Uh, it's Willy Wonka. He's the kid who gets broadcast oh. on the TV, ends up all small. I thought you were talking about the reboot. Cast. So you think like... <laughs> Willy Wonka? So you think it's... No, it, Mike TV. It like miniaturizes the beam as it passes through? Or, or the opposite. One or the other. Okay. No, I don't know. I honestly have not seen Willy Wonka in a long time. <laughs> Don't remember the mechanics of Willy Wonka very much. Sorry. So I see that really... character stands out to me. Well, no, so that no, think, actually, no, because, actually, I think like, the scale thing makes sense because that's the only way to explain why they don't just use this fucking power or whatever to like just instantly transport places when they can't teleport. Right. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out because, like, so I will always remember that character, and it's not for the reasons you'd think. But because uh, to this day, I have always been a person who is easily distracted by like monitors and televisions to the point where I got called Mike TV by the family as a kid. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. so, yeah, they shoot the laser through the viewing globe. Well, okay, as a cloud. so before I just I do want to say before they do that, um, uh, they, they're talking about how they need to hurry up because the Alien Rangers vital signs are beginning to weaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like now. guys, the 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 ship has sailed on beginning, and at this point, they're like near death's door, right? Uh-huh. But also, they've they've been chugging water for six minutes at this point, and like uh, it's gonna start raining on them, and that's what saves them. It's really weird. It's like also, Billy says to Alpha, "Cross your digits," which. It means fingers. I mean, Billy, Billy, one, they're just fucking fingers. He's got hands. <laughs> those are fingers. Like, don't be fucking... He's don't be a fucking a jerk. Nerd. Like, he uses and science two, for shit. And two, it's very clear that he can't. Yeah, right. It's true. Uh, so real quick, uh, the... <laughs> 
Simon, to your point of like, why is like three seconds of water what saves them? Because they're not supposed to fucking drink it. Why didn't you throw it on them? Clearly, <laughs> they yeah, that's the problem. Is they're trying to apply it. it internally, and that yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what Delphine is trying to say right now. Yeah, yeah the ranger, the alien rangers are too weak to tell the kids that they're not helping. Going yeah. back to the whole, this is a kink thing. Is like drinking water specifically just a sexual act acquisitions? Yeah, and like, exactly. That's not how they consume it at <laughs> yeah. all. It serves no biological purpose. It's I mean, <laughs> to be fair, like. Like smearing food on people is often employed in sexual acts. Yeah, see, it's so, just like, the opposite. Consuming your nutrients the wrong way is apparently a sex thing across cultures. <laughs> yeah. So, so equations have sex backwards. Yep. Well, no, <laughs> what I'm wondering say, now is: is Delphine pregnant with Tommy's baby? Oh Jesus Christ! No, please no. <laughs> no, that's no, not, no, no. We cannot go down that path. We absolutely. I mean, there's a wink at the end. Speaking right. of things I don't want to dwell on, but I do want to make note of, uh, the this the fake rain shot is so bad. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's actually let's actually talk about what's happening next to the episode. Um, first of all, we do get confirmation that they are at least semi accurately employing the term ionization because as soon as this beam hits the cloud, thunder and lightning yeah. start appearing very, and it like starts storming, which is one hundred percent an ionization thing. Yeah. Yep. So it rains. Yeah, but so it, it rains, but only briefly. Uh, and they're like, oh, no, it stopped. And the equations are like, don't worry, that's enough. It's one of those flash showers where, like, a cloud is f- quickly moving overhead, and, like, you get rain yep. as it passes over, and, like, two minutes later, it's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, to Simon's point, it does look bad. I don't really know how rain yep. rigs work, but, yeah, it's Yeah, they're, they're just dribbling some water past the the camera lens i the like the, the the spot where tommy is standing seems to be actually wet but everyone else is bone dry through all this yeah i mean i i get them not wanting to actually dump water yes. on the actors <laughs> but like yeah if you want to show somebody getting rained on you gotta dump water on the actors yeah, you yeah gotta anyway do that anyway this light sprinkle is enough for the rangers to um like get up and act on their own power and they immediately decide to morph um, yep. Rocky is like, guy, you, you guys, that was only like two seconds of water. Like, you're, you're not really better yet. And like, doesn't matter. We're doing this. We're good enough. Yep, they're like, Morph that's right enough. into yep. Sentai footage, and here we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, is this a jarring switch to Sentai footage? Yep. It's time, everybody. It's time for the ultimate big bad of Mighty Morphin <laughs> Alien Rangers, Hydro Hog, yep. the one you've been waiting to see from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Time to take this motherfucker so, down. I can't wait. This is surely going to be a battle of epic proportions. Oh, yeah. They're going to pull out all the stops. This is the finale, y'all. Yeah, I mean, he's got the power to, like, swap places with people when they fight. Like, he can do his own version of ninja t- tricks, apparently. He has the kingpin power of being really big, so when you, like, kick or punch him, it doesn't hurt him. Mm-hmm. He um, also at one point throws what look like giant jacks, like from the game. I, I think the, the, they're supposed to be like water mines or something, because yeah, he has yeah, those that, on his shoulders. They're not very good representations of it, but that was the vibe I got. Okay, water yeah. mines, sure. And then they blow up, and right. And he's he's doing a decent job of like fending off the alien rangers. I haven't really been able to do much to him, which of course means that for the moon crew, he's losing handily, and they need to time um, to make him grow. So yeah. why, do you, why do you guys think they make so that so many of the monster suits are big and bulky? Wouldn't you like not want to do that? 
Normally, um, because they hold up better during filming. Okay. They're, that makes the sense. features are going to show up a lot better on camera. Um, yep. And, like, also just to, like, it's really hard to make a suit that's got, like, a bunch of details on it and is also leaf. Like, yeah. if it's an actual physical suit that somebody's going to be in and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Like, and also, also, I think there's probably some some valid value in the contrast between the like ranger suits, which tend to be pretty skin tight body yeah. suits, and the monsters being then big and bulky. Because there's a big fair. visual like comparison between the two. I wonder how much of like the fact that the bat whenever in the show there are like evil rangers. I wonder how much of that being fun is because they can move like fucking people <laughs> compared to most of the monsters. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, part they of the also reason, I think, too, why the putty fights tend to be more fun than the actual monster fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about how robbed we felt with the uh, the Dark Rangers, and the reason we were robbed was because they couldn't do Because that. they were fragile. It's okay, yeah. guys. Eventually, we'll get to the Psycho Rangers, and they're actually good. The Psycho Rangers yeah. are cool. They're cool as hell. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Anyway, Zed and Rita say it's time to make their monster grow, which he's very explicitly not your monster. He's, he's a, a guy, he's a, he's you, a guy you know. A yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, this is like saying, it's like giving Pokemon commands to, like, your friend. Like, you can't, you can't do that. It's not a, it's I mean, not yours. It, it, it was caught by another trainer, so he might not <laughs> listen to their commands if they don't have the requisite badges. But Steve, they still use, you, use fetch beer. Yeah. Go do it. So yeah, yeah um, so yeah, so um yeah, so they grow him and the Rangers just don't even bother with their battle borgs and go straight to the Shogun Zord. Shogun Megazord. And they just like they like the, the Hydra Hug slashes at it for a second and then they go, Well, time for the finishing move. Woo, fire sword, and then they do that and it doesn't work. Well yeah, because he's got all the water. Like fire is not gonna be effective against I him. love that. They play like the 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 theme song, which is what yep. they always do when you're about to beat the bad guy, and then it just stop. Like it's very nearly a straight up record scratch. Like like nope, doesn't he, work. Yeah, he and- fucking catches the sword, and the flame effect goes away, and he's like, nope, not this time. And then he. Now, for Hydra Hog's credit, he then slashes them like eighty times. Oh yeah, like, no, he presses the advantage. <laughs> like he's doing the right things here. Yep. Yeah, he really cuts them. That, that's a what whole that's bunch. what you do when you counter a, like a big attack. Like you take advantage of the recovery frames and you launch into an infinite combo and finish the fight. So yeah, exactly. He also breathes fire. This well, water yeah, he, monster he breathes caught, fire. He caught the fire from the sword and redirected it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, like, I mean, he fucking junks up the Shogun Zord. Like, sparks are flying, and it Wait, fucking do, do collapses think, on you, its face. I'm sorry, do you think he can redirect any natural element, but he sticks to water because he's obsessed? No, I mean, I, well, no, he, I mean, it's not, I think he sticks to water because it's the thing that most plagues his nemesis. Like, if he was up against a fucking, like, wood planet that where everyone was attuned to the element of wood, he would probably suck up wood. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of sucking wood, um... <laughs> Very good. We cut so, to Goldar and Rito. Yeah. Well, that wasn't where I was going, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Goldar and Rito are sucking wood and in the basement, and... 
They're trying to disarm they're the bomb. Yeah, the they fork. don't. They don't like this bomb. Yeah. And they so yeah, they it. have tools to disarm to disarm huh? this bomb. Rito has some... a hammer. Um, <laughs> Goldar has some pins. Uh, Goldar and... has a fucking monkey wrench, or like uh-huh. an adjustable crescent wrench, and a fork. <laughs> yeah. There's a screwdriver sitting next to it that I might be more useful. But he goes with the fork. I. I think he figures, you know, last resort, all other options are exhausted. He's just going to eat it. <laughs> just eat this bomb. That's why? Take care of it. Why? I, I would have loved the theoretical Balkan Skull spinoff show that they tried to make and didn't get off the ground. But if they had made just a Rito and Goldar odd couple show where they just have an apartment and there's a full-on laugh track and everything i'd have been so happy God, so like the problem, the Zio, problem with friend. that zach is they only had enough ideas for a rito and goldar like side side plot for an episode yeah that they had to stretch out for like <laughs> yeah. six episodes running so yeah, like they couldn't have true. kept up a show but but yeah, uh, Rito does attempt to hit a bomb with a hammer. Which like, listen, I don't. I'm not a bomb squadologist. <laughs> I've never but been like, in bomb defusal class, yeah. but that's probably the last thing on the list. <laughs> well, listen the the important thing is that Rito makes an MC Hammer reference. He does. Yep. He says it's hammer time, and and Goldar just like I love. Oh God, I love. Do Goldar. you think? Do you think Rito knows that's an MC Hammer reference, or does he think he's be, he's like cheekily referencing the thing the Power Rangers always say? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean. Like, haha, get it, Goldar? Like, like Morphin Time? Like those, like those chumps always say. Some of them <laughs> Hammer have, time. like re- ref. Some of them have knowledge of the human world, but Rito just showed up, so like, I don't know. It's a good. Question. Uh, I'm pretty sure I... Rito does like just watch a fucking ton of television. I wouldn't. Yeah, he's definitely absorbed a lot of pop culture. That's fair. And I will say specifically in regards to MC Hammer. Uh, when Hammer tried to reinvent himself as an OG gangsta God. with the funky headhunter, yeah. Rita was the only person on Earth who bought it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good, good, good. So, um, also, Mike, I know that reference. <laughs> so we cut from the from under the command center to above the command center, where they are um, watching the uh, Hydro Hog just fucking destroy the Shogun Zord. Right. And Zordon's like, hey, uh, so the Shogun Zord's not going to be enough. And Billy's like, oh, yeah, we can remote control the Zords. I'm going to get the uh, Falcon Zord out and make the fucking Shogun Falcon Zord. Uh, which I just literally forgot I could do. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, wait, we didn't need the Alien Rangers at all. We could have just fucking crushed this by yeah. a remote. So they make the Mega Shogun Falcon Zord. Um... Which last chance to make a, a Thunder Cougar uh, Falcon Bird joke, um, and they. I mean, we'll get more. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get more. Um, they so, go through a fucking long sequence of showing this thing off too, which I guess fair. This is like the third time they've used it, so I gotta say the Falcon Zord is cool. Like it didn't get enough time. I don't think. I actually think that the. the the um the tiger zord too like did not really get to be used but like three or four times. And no, the tiger zord came out and got like knocked on its back a bunch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing is the the tiger zord signature entrance was falling down <laughs> and wiggling. The falcon zord signature entrance is fucking shooting the monster is, with wing bullets, do, which it does here. Yeah, and yeah, doing no, like I, a trench I really, run. Yeah, I really love the. Uh, Falcon Shogun Zord, and I really wish they'd release a legacy Shogun Zord so I could make it. 
They actually brought the Falcon Zord back in the 25th anniversary special and had it like catch a giant arrow out of the air and just shoot it back at the bad guy to finish oh, him so, off. Okay, so we have confirmation that the Falcon Zord is a monk. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Makes sense yeah. to me. Uh, so yeah, so, anyway, the this thing immediately just destroys the Hydro Hog. Like yep. right. the Alien Rangers number one nemesis who they have never been able to defeat in like a lifetime of fighting bad guys who decimated the Earth and nearly murdered the Alien Rangers outright is defeated in about three seconds by just adding adding to the Zord and piloting it by remote. They so didn't have a is, very good bird before. Now they have very good bird. <laughs> so is so, Aquatar just like... Aquatar's free. It's just a utopia yeah. now, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess. No, I so, mean, we've, dis- we've discussed this. It's all of the B-tier rogues gallery are like competing right now to see who can become the new like big bad sure and there's no batman in gotham city to stop them so the, the inmates are running the asylum now so well they're, they're gonna be going home in a second so right they're gonna be going home to the fucking ruins of their home it's gonna be like the fucking sh- scouring of the shire here okay i would really like to move on <laughs> <That's the thing>. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are taking so long um Okay, so the Rangers all do a high five, and then the Alien Rangers say like, "Hey, yeah, we're gonna meet, we're gonna head back to the lake to rehydrate. We'll meet." You Apparently, there. killing the Hydro Hog will just immediately reverse the effects of this cloud, and it's gonna course, rain that's, back that's how all the water right, back to where it came from, and not just wherever it's. <laughs> that's you know, a, that's actually right a good point. It doesn't just all dump into a new mega sea. <laughs> it like tur- it goes Swoosh, that just like shifts the Earth orbit all at once. Earth becomes an inverse Pangea. Yeah, yeah, it all goes into, like, the Jeez. specific places it came out of. Sorry, Mike, continue. I mean, we, we don't know if that wasn't already the case. Uh, that is anyway, a good point. So, <laughs> so the Rangers are like, well, uh, sure glad to have that Hydro Hog shit settled. Oh, hey, wait a minute. What's going on with Aisha? Should we so check on her? I have a question. It, yeah. Have they done this with anyone else? No. It Actually checking in with... Any of the rangers on their Zeo questing, if they're safe, if they made any in progress, fact, if they I, need help. I seem to has recall never been presented as an option. I seem far. to recall a lot of cuts to the command center where they're standing around waiting. Boy, I hope the others get back soon. I hope they're all okay. Yeah, there there were those. Yeah. Those were around for sure. And so so here's the thing. Uh Zordon tells Alpha to use her like genetic signature to search for her through every temporal dimension. Yep. Again, yeah, kind of soft confirming our theory that rather than just traveling back to Earth in different time periods, they're traveling to different like dimensions where it just is that time period. Well, also the fact that like not only like no matter where or when you go or to what dimension you go in, if Zordon has a genetic sample, he can find you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's one hundred percent like a witch having your baby teeth. It's mm-hmm. it's weird that a through line through Power Rangers is that the mentor fucks with your DNA. <laughs> Simon, you could yeah. back me up on this. Like it's weird how often that happens. Oh yeah, that <laughs> Oh which one oh god, there's one of the seasons where they just rewrite it. Th- 
Is overdrive, overdrive is. When oh yeah, overdrive like, is the up. one where they stumble on po- like they they hire like it's this like explorer guy who needs a like a team to find some artifacts and he, people basically respond to like an ad or they get recruited or whatever and he just brings them to his basement and shine a beam on them and says, "Well, you've just been mutated into Power Rangers, everyone." <laughs> before they agree yeah, to anything, yeah, pretty good. Yep, basically, I do want to point out that Lexi just said that baby teeth in the hands of a witch gives them power over you and we all just sort of rolled with that. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I gotcha. Like a hex, I assume, like every, a hex I assume everyone's I mean, read the Hogfather. I, I, I didn't get the specific reference, but I assume that thanks to Rita's Razor, it was a reference to some kind of witch power and I just rolled with it. So. <laughs> right, Rita's Razor. Yeah. Um, Which is, so, in this case, not like a, like, like a you know razor, but like a scooter. Yeah, she upgrades. Yeah. She upgrades. Yeah, that's where she dumps her pity farthing <laughs> and she gets a razor scooter. So okay. So so we cut to sunrise? Question mark yep. in Africa. And Except the sun seems pretty high, so it seems it's just like shot with the sun in the background. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. it's it's now daytime in Africa. Uh, Aisha mm-hmm. and Tanya are. Are talking just next to a bunch of rocks, and then I screamed at my monitor for like a minute. Oh, no, you straight. missed you missed a scene because before they wander off, we like Ashala's like, "Are you girls sure you are you sure about this? You've made a very big and important decision. Are you sure?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'm sure." And like the child actors do big exaggerated head nods uh-huh. so that you can see it just to be sure. Oh yeah, they haven't 100 percent filled us in on what's going on, but they're hinting at. At yep. it because they're we basically come in mid conversation where they're like, "Well, are you sure about this?" And it's like, "Yeah, I'm 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 a little worried about it. What if I don't fit in? What if they don't? What if they reject me?" Tanya's saying. And, yeah, um, I thought I'd missed something, but basically they go from "You're the chosen one, and we need you" to off screen deciding that Aisha is yep. going to stay. In I'm going to stay here in the past in Africa for as a child for the rest of my life to help you with your animal sickness problem and trade places with you, Tanya. And ah. and then and then the worst fucking thing happens. <laughs> Which is Zordon. I in was the sky. so upset. Zordon fucking Mufasa's himself in the sky uh-huh. demanding to know if Aisha has the crystal. Uh-huh. Tanya, to her credit, yep. immediately picks up on this being Zordon. Way to put two and two together, Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, hey, there's a giant head that I take orders from. His name is Zordon. Like, okay, fair enough. Gotcha. Um, That's probably Zordon, yeah. You know, like, I will say, there's a lot that's weird about, about the whole, about Tanya's, like, entrance into the series, just in general. But the fact that she's not terrified of any of the completely batshit things she's about to see... No, no. Is, like... In fact, I was looking at her actress to see if, like, when she sees a teleport, for instance, like, she goes, like, whoa, or anything like that, even without dialogue, and no, there's none of that. Like, she is... Actually, you know what? So, so here's a, here's a fucked up thing. We have are and will continue to get into how fucked up this is as an exit for Aisha. Mm-hmm. A thing we haven't really discussed is how fucked up this is as an entrance, oh, yeah. as an introduction for Tanya. I mean, when, when perhaps even more so. When she's quote-unquote revealed at the end of this episode, she should just start screaming her head off because yeah, everything yeah. about her life is, has 
gone to shit. Everything is different now. She's just like nothing. Nothing is this. How do you even like deal with this? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, actually, actually, that part's not really a big deal. Um, as established last week, um, she's from America and yeah, we only know that. just yeah. arrived here a little bit ago. Her parents so the, 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 are missing, presumed dead, and like she's just resigned herself to living in this village because she doesn't have anywhere else to go. Yeah, that part is cool, but she's from like as we said, maybe the 1950s. Not sure. She was a child. She's gonna grow into like into her late teens, like at the snap well, so of a finger, and become a Power Ranger. Like so, that's that's the thing that that comment on the Facebook group from uh, from Paul from listener Paul was trying to say was that like. I think the reason fans are insisting that this place in Africa is the present day is so that it can also be time rewound so that Tanya is not robbed of 10 years. Oh, of her to be life. clear, I would see why you would want that to be the case, but I don't think that's supported by the show. It, it, it's just like, way more interesting okay, for so us I to mean, talk it's, about it's, if that's the not thing. the case. Here's the thing. It's half supported by the show, half not supported by the show. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Cause it's, it contradicts itself constantly. Right, so, yeah, but the, the basic, the, the gist is like Zordon basically gives Aisha a pep talk. It's like, well, you're staying. Well, I'm very proud of you. You did a very good job as a Power Ranger. Uh, have fun living in the past. Before any of that happens, though, we need to we need to discuss the material matter. Like we kind of got to it, but we need to actually go over this. Aisha says the reason she's sending Tanya with the crystal in her place is because she needs to stay here with her knowledge of animals. And experience as a Power Ranger no to find one, a cure yeah. for a plague. No, no one in Africa knows more about animals than Aisha. A la- yeah, a lady who worked like part time at a pet shelter. <laughs> I volunteered That's... at a pet shelter and yeah. fought a few monsters as a superhero. Therefore, I am the you know topmost expert on curing disease. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. She 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 also says like. So Karen Ashley, the actress who plays Aisha, obviously gets a raw deal because her uh-huh. big heartfelt going away speech. Last time we saw her ever is when she became a kid. Right. That's it. And her her character's big heartfelt going away speech doesn't even come from her. So mm-hmm. like she says, I love you and being a part of you has meant everything to me and it was great and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, oh, then, by the way, can you pass on that same message to my parents? Thanks. Right. Yeah. Yes, for real. But like, <laughs> but but hold on, because that's the that's Zordon what we have to get to. About yes. that, it makes no fucking. That's sense. what we have to get to because what Zordon says is that uh, we shall miss you greatly. We're proud of your accomplishments. Um, and then he gives this explanation that makes no fucking sense, which is that he says uh, your decision to remain has altered the course of your family's history and you will find that they have joined you when we return to the future what the <laughs> fuck does that mean what? yeah what so Aisha <laughs> existing in the past in this other location like history has going to correct to cause... itself and bring her parents over to the past with her so she's how far condemned. does her entire family lineage get like rolled back 30 years I don't know and are her parents aware of, of the life they had to leave well, behind cause, yeah, cause that's because the thing, of like, the whims of a cruel her parents now God? exist in this in this past in this other location then their parents would ostensibly have to also exist in the past in that 
in that region and so on and so forth. Yeah. I mean, okay, that's hey. that's some that's some wild extrapolation. There's plenty of ways they could have like like they could have literally just done a like swap, I guess, between Tanya's backstory and Aisha's. Where like now it's Aisha's parents who went to Africa and got so lost and are probably also, dead now. I don't know. Also, real quick, Aisha says to this information, she says, ah, I knew I was making the right choice. W- hold on. Nothing sort of said. <laughs> like, it's not reassuring at all. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's two things, two things I want to I want to I want to get into here. One, on the subject of time shenanigans and remembering things. Uh, we're, we're going to find out in a bit that, like, you know, much like how the Power Rangers were the only people who remembered that everybody got rewound, when they go back to the future, they should be the only ones remembering that any of this shit happened. How does Tanya remember this experience? I mean, the same way any of the Rangers remember this experience. Like, she's got the fucking magic crystal, dude. Right, but, but also, I, I mean, I will say that the previous set of Rangers... Sorry, let me try that again. The new Rangers, aka Adam, Aisha, and uh, and Rocky, seem to know shit from before they were there. Like who yeah. different characters? Yeah, I mean, are. this kind of goes back to Luke's thing about how once a Ranger's replaced, they've always, they've been. always been that Ranger. Yeah. yeah so, like, yeah. I because because here's the thing: we need okay. Hurry up, Kimberly. I'm putting, you on a, I'm putting you on a timer. here. That's fine. Let me go through this very quickly. Kimberly's parents left, so she lived with Aisha, yep. and now Aisha, yep. and and then sorry, uh, Kimberly, yeah, and then Kim, Kimberly, Kimberly left, left, and Kat got re- was replaced or Kat replaced Kimberly, so, and then Kat I, lived I with Aisha. I don't think it's ever been okay. Let's let Kat let's let Zach let's let Zach finish his thing so that we can move on because it's an hour and a half, and there's still somehow eight minutes of this fucking and, episode. And then Kat lived with Aisha. I think though Simon's right that they don't explicitly say that, but that's what I thought happened. I I, and then, I just really want Aisha's parents to not go back to Africa because I really want Kat and Tanya to live with Aisha's parents. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going. Is that yep. now Tanya is going to be living with Kat, which means that I think they would be living with Aisha's parents. But Except apparently Aisha's, Aisha's parents, parents are being swapped with Tanya's so parents. So where the fuck the do they live? <laughs> my question. What does that say about free will that just like Aisha made a decision and so her parents like whole entire yeah, it's, life it's, was it's changed? It's existentially free terrifying. Free will exists if you are a Power Ranger and literally everyone else in the world is in service to the will of the Morphing Grid. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yep. Uh, the other thing I actually wanted to point out has nothing to do with the plot of the show and everything to do with sort of meta commentary. Uh, I like so Aisha and the kids are trying to act like they're having a heartfelt goodbye with Aisha here through the viewing globe, and part of me can't help but read like especially in young Aisha's actress's face that like and and like and Billy and everybody else like when I when I see the way they're they're looking and like delivering these lines. I feel like everyone in the room f- fully understands, like, that, um, uh, oh, fuck, I just suddenly blanked on Aisha's actress's name. Karen, Karen Ashley. Ashley yep. Everyone is fully aware that she's getting a raw deal and is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. That, like, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but, like, boy, that's how, that's the vibe I'm getting from the room here. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. So, 
Aisha hands does a power transfer. She hands the crystal to Tanya, and there's a glows yellow or whatever, signifying that you know Tanya now has yellow ranger power. And um, <laughs> she zaps off into a time hole. We cut to that all the kids cut. looking very sad. We cut to Cat crying with a tear on her face, and she looks it's the least convincing fake crying I've ever seen. They well, just I mean, drop- that, that actress was saddled with a lot of very unconvincing things yep. to do. Um, yeah, like an accent. And and also, I mean, listen, in the canon of the show, Catherine barely knows Aisha. Yeah, that's I mean, true. she knows Aisha as much as anyone because she was she lived with Aisha before, when she was still an evil cat. Like, if that's she has true. a connection with anyone on this team, it's Aisha. Aisha being, being somebody's cat I'll is a real you fed deep me bond. <laughs> I miss, I'll miss the sound of how I got so excited when you opened a can of tuna. <laughs> when you when you poured me milk in a saucer. So anyway, Zordon's like yeah. Zordon's like, okay, so Tanya's coming now. We're stuck with her, so you guys better be nice to her. Um She's she's doing a very she's doing a very brave thing, which is very true. Like that's an accurate statement. So she pops into the fucking command center and is one hundred percent nonplussed. She she just kinda looks around a bit like, okay, yep, this this looks like where a giant floating head would live. And sees Billy and says, oh, you must be Billy, which is like, I guess at some of the off screen conversation was Aisha saying, oh, yeah, so there's going to be a weird like, I mean, he claims to be a teenager, but he's clearly in his like late 20s. Um, He's the one reassembling the crystal. Give it to him. That's probably the last you'll have to interact with him. Yeah, did I did I lose everyone? No, no, oh, sorry. No. I thought I, was, I lost you right there. I was listening. I was just okay, listening. Okay, no, sorry. You. Yeah. I, I, I was. I've I've never gone that long without getting interrupted. It me <laughs> you just do <laughs> such a good yeah, job. So, yeah. So they so they fully assemble the crystal. Um. Sorry, I'm stalling now because I'm waiting for them to actually do that. They take forever yeah, to actually very like, insert this fucking. Yeah, there's a bunch of special effects. They're really shitty. Goes uh, bom, Golder bom, and Rito freak out because there's an earthquake. Okay, uh, we get I. Do love how Billy looks like he's going to like jam it in there, and then he starts to do it. Like he brings it down about halfway, then stops, and then shows it. I don't know. There's something about the way it's, that shot is framed, or it's really awkward. He see, he seems very unsure, even though there's really only one place for it to go. It mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of like watching a kid try to assemble the shrine of the silver monkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yep. Billy, you idiot! It it's clearly the top piece. Fucking idiot! <laughs> it's got yep. feet, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an earthquake, and unfortunately, they don't have any water in their bunker anymore. No, so I think that earthquake <laughs> is the earth, like, yeah, shifting and, and then, then we, spinning we, 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 see the, again. we see the earth re- going back to its regular rotation. Yeah, it, with, with it's like... the Superman thing. Yeah, well, yes. yeah with, beam, with beams of uh, colored light. Um, it's the Zeo. It's in the Zeo color. It's not, it's not oh, beams. Wait. It's the actual symbols. No, like yeah, the front you're right. of the red yeah. one is a spinning star. Yep, I, I can see that now. It's very low resolution. Um, so the moon, which is unaffected by any of this, um, they're they're just watching it, and and uh, Rita's just like, ah, it's okay. We'll we'll we've still got we'll Goldar and Rito down there, so we'll just... let them think that they've won, and then fuck them over, and then blow them up because like we have the which... bomb. No, no, they have an implosion device. They have <laughs> yeah. explicitly called it that. So here's the thing about this: it works no, I mean, basically. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. There's not. There's no thing about this because that's just it. Is them like is Rita saying? Eh, it's okay. We're our plan's still going. 
you know, the way we want it to. Sure, yes, that's so true. So we cut down to Bulk and Skull on swings and the exact <laughs> gag that <laughs> I assumed a swing would happen. Contest. happened. It they is cute, are, though. I like it. I, no, this is great. I've missed Bulk and Skull antics because they're, you know, they're swinging and we get a shot of them, like, swinging up above the camera so that they can swap out the actors without us without having to do a special effect. Yeah. And yeah. so they swing up and at the apex of their swing, they age forward or the magic spell reverts or however the fuck this works into their normal forms. Still wearing the same like punk clothes. Like yeah. their clothes uh, aged uh, up too. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd also like still... to point out that Bulk declares the swing contest and says the first one that gets the highest wins and that that doesn't make any doesn't sense. Make any sense. Yeah, no, I mean they're like how do you define the highest? Sense. Right, yeah, they're t- well, they're trying to see who can like swing so high they flip over the bar. Yeah, and turn yeah, I guess yeah. turn First inside out. A full what's, 360 what's, win. what's great is even after they they like reage, they keep the contest going. Like they don't yep. realize it anything. Takes, yeah, it takes them a minute to, into to your swing. realize what's going on. And what happens is because they're suddenly so much heavier than they were a second ago, the chains snap. Yep. Bulks goes yeah. first, and I was like, ah, crap, they're just doing a shitty fat joke. But then Skulls oh, also but goes, Skulls and I'm also like, does. okay, okay, this is all right. And yeah. then... And what's great is Bulks, like, never tell anyone about yeah. this, well, yeah, that so, this happened, ever. Yeah, so it's like, and Bulks, like, like wait, to guys, imagine... what, what's going on? Why are we doing this? And Skulls, like, I yeah, yeah I, no I, I just woke up on a swing with chains in my hands next to Skull. I know what happened here. Let's <laughs> not talk yeah. about this. <laughs> what I like to imagine is that even though we only see this happen with Bulk and Skull, I like to think that there are instances like this all through Angel Grove, and indeed the world, of people who were suddenly doing something like playing hopscotch or whatever, and then, like, after they re-age, it takes them a moment to really... Wait, what am I doing? Right, I how mean, I, I mean, yeah, you that's know? exactly how fugue stakes work. Like, when you su- when you gra- you gradually come to, and it takes you a moment to realize you're someplace you don't expect to be, or doing something you don't expect to be doing. Some kid is oh, out there okay, watching so, Power so Rangers, we, we and have an explanation they for age up and go, now. what Read am I doing? It. Better podcast about this. <laughs> so, yeah. we cut to the command center, and I don't understand why Tommy realizes it worked by feeling the back of his head like Tommy you you had the same hair the, so that's that's the thing if if they had they could actually have done something kind of neat which is not give kid Tommy a ponytail because well, so when he Tommy would, we yeah. talked about this when when they de- when they de-aged to begin with one of the first things kid Tommy did was reach back to see if he still had his ponytail Right, uh-huh. and, but they and could have had like a like teen Rockies <laughs> feel out in the back and go. Ah, ah. Oh, right, they should, what they should have done is seated for this and had him like freaking out because his hair wasn't long back then. Exactly. Yeah. But so, anyway, we immediately pan over to Rocky, who is on the ground. He tries to sit up, bangs his head on the on the console. <laughs> <laughs> He's and just like really happy he doesn't head. have a rat tail anymore. Again, I love that we immediately like we get back to good old Rocky. Again. The two, the two aspects of Rocky, dumb, has a car. Those yep. are the two. two <laughs> also, he just runs outside the say, command center to make sure he still has a car. Yeah, yeah. Everything is fine. Also, Y'all, I, <laughs> I'm going to say, having watched a little bit ahead into Zeo, Rocky is the best ranger in Zeo. I, I, so good. I've been told by some people that Rocky is really fun in Zeo, so I'm excited for that. That's, that's so, good. we've talked before about how... Um, Johnny Young Bosch has been pretty awkward on the show for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he gets a fucking good scene here because they cut to him. He stands up and like smooths out the collar on his yeah, shirt. Yeah, I noticed that. And it looks that. legitimately cool. He gets some like yeah. some like setting myself back up to be a cool guy. <laughs> I mean, he never was before, but if he's using this as his opportunity to rebrand, more power to him because he's a <laughs> handsome dude and he can pull it off. Yeah. So, so Catherine like her head like slides into frame, and she's like. Wait, Tanya, are you okay? And we get the dramatic reveal of what Tanya it's, looks it's, like. It's as like the she, Beauty and the Beast thing where the prince turns around at the end of the movie that they do. So with she, right yeah, there. she stands up slowly and turns around, and I'm choosing to interpret this as she is now processing roughly five or six years of false <laughs> yep. memories that have been injected into her. <laughs> to to smooth the continuity, like so. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot, but. Real quick, Tanya has gone from, you know, a ways in the past to to uh, to current day. Uh, that's 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 happened. She has aged past the age she's ever been before by like ten years, past and puberty. also she's just become a superhero in an alien uh-huh. fortress. Now, to be fair, that part has not happened yet. I don't think they have Zio superpowers. I mean, yet. they they need Alpha to give her the, the what do you call it the the, the like the, the 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 talk that right. to, to get her ready for it. Yes, but the but orientation, the amount of sh- like I freak out when I come home and Adrian's like, "Hey, I made plans for us to go to dinner." So, like right. the idea that you would get this much fucking information dropped on you at once and just be like, "Hi guys, how's it going?" is fucking nuts. Like, She's also never met any of that's these where the people. False before. memories come in. So, yes. I I don't know if you got any of you guys know, and I mean listeners as well, I guess, know how daylight savings time works from a computing world perspective but, i don't um, but i'm excited the thing is with a with like a server that like tracks time you can't just skip the clock ahead that's not an option so like when servers have to account for daylight savings time what they do is they don't just like roll the clock back or move it forward they take the like last second between the previous time and the time change so, like if it's jumping forward they will play out an entire hour in the span of a second like simulate oh, the awesome. time within wow. the within the clock subprocessor, that so that my continuity second, can be maintained. That is my second favorite way to deal with save daylight savings time after Amtrak, which just stops the trains for an hour <laughs> and yeah. waits so for anyway, the time to catch up. That out. happened. That happened in Tanya's brain, but for several years worth. Gotcha. One of That's those. Awful. One of those. Yeah, no, I mean, every every person who's in a sci-fi thing goes through it eventually. Like, you live an entire lifetime in a flute. Yeah, sure, okay, fair enough. But anyway, she's like, hey, so, uh, it's good to be here, guys. It might take me a little while to get a hang of everything, and I do literally mean everything in this context. <laughs> literally all aspects of my existence have changed. Hooray! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so anyway... Uh, Zordon's and like, all right, let's take another look at the uh, viewing globe, which is we've still got attuned to the um, Africa channel, to the Africa past, <laughs> where we see. So, so uh, there is a final little shot of Karen Ashley there hugging her great aunt, right? Which is to confirm that she's not a kid anymore. So here's my so, question. Yeah, so that's the so that's the thing. Like, either they jumped ahead, like 
No, they couldn't. I mean, they could have just jumped ahead to a random point in time where she's coming back from something. But the implication here is this is like immediately following the last scene, which means yeah. that literally every point in Earth's history was de-aged all, five or six all, years. All times went back in time, and now all times are back in the present. Right, I don't know what's yes. so confusing about that. <laughs> It hurts. (laughs) Yeah, it's really bad. It's fucking confusing. So, Uh, um, so, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're like, yeah. So the alien ranchers are gonna are gonna go now. So we should probably go say goodbye to them. I guess. Yep. Um. Yeah, Tanya, stay here for your uh your your training orientation. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna brief you since you don't know these people. Um. I so wish they came back and Alpha had like. Uh, a projector screen out. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's really funny what happens when what Alpha's saying when we cut back to him in a minute there because yeah. he's about to explain some stuff to yeah. him. Yeah, so, so yeah, they teleport off and we cut down to the um basement and sorry, there's a box behind Goldor I'm trying to read. It's do not discard, I think. Is what it says. Important stuff. Is that the bunker? Is that where they got the water from? Where Rito and Goldar? Yeah, that's what I'm there? saying. This is the basement where they got the fucking water, and they just fucking miss Rito and Goldar <laughs> yeah, and the bomb. Or, yeah. or did they see them and go, "Hey guys," and they went, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. One. So anyway, like the the implosion device is just about to go off, and they're still they're still fiddling with it, trying to uh, trying to disarm it. That's literally all this scene amounts to. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so Tommy teleports down and grabs Delphine's hand, and she's like, "Uh, Tommy?" Yeah, I because they've because, never seen the Rangers like. Because from Delphine's yep. perspective, like five people just teleported in and are like, "We'll miss you," and it's like, "Wait, who the fuck are you?" <laughs> oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> Does Rocky have a different haircut? His hair looks different. Yeah, um, he mm-hmm. doesn't have his awful like rat tail. So no, I that. mean, does. Um, I'm 100% Steve Cardenas. Steve, Steve Cardenas. Cardenas. Does he have a different haircut than he had when this? I mean, started? the last time he was on the show was 10 episodes. Also, ago, I so don't maybe. think he had an earring last time we saw him, and now he listen, does. Red Rangers just spontaneously generate earrings after a bit. It's okay. I, but but here's the thing: I understand that Jason got an earring off screen. Tom, or, uh, Rocky got an earring while he was a child? Question mark. I don't understand how that worked. But yeah. So they they thank uh, the Equitians for uh, you know standing in for them. They say, "Well, you'd, you'd have done it for us, um, but we gotta go now. Uh, we've learned so much from your planet. Like, there's not enough water here, and it sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. And then they say it their farewell in every conceivable way. I have to go now. My planet <laughs> yes. needs me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. it is. And yeah, so, so anyway, they they're giving their the goodbyes, wind. and this is where the aforementioned wink yeah, happens. Yeah, the wink happens. Tommy, like, nods to Delphine. She gives the him a wink coy a wink, which is something that the alien rangers struggled to learn earlier. Oh, okay. And, um, I'm, I'm sorry, they're giving back, each other right. fuck eyes. No, sorry. yeah, Tommy Tommy <laughs> smiles nervously, like, ooh, this hot woman <laughs> wants to bang me. Like, and also, she has only known him as a child until this exact moment. Uh-huh. But yeah, so anyway... Also, fuck every single one of you for getting me to a point where I just rattled off one of the Alien Rangers' names without realizing it. You are welcome. I am, <laughs> I am very proud. I am so angry right now. <laughs> we did it, y'all. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> so they teleport away. 
They teleport. Okay, so there's a shot of the Earth when we see their symbols teleporting away from the Earth. They're clearly coming from the Middle East on the shot of the Earth. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, no, the, the geography of Earth is fucking batshit uh-huh. at this point. So, so uh, we cut we cut back to the implosion device, which is now counting down. It's less than a minute left. Um, Goldar and Rito are bite like chattering at their what would be their nails if either of them had fingernails. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny because it's a gesture that everyone recognizes, but like yeah. they don't have the things that makes that. It, it a looks reason. like Goldar is either playing an invisible harmonica <laughs> or eating invis- invisible corn. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's great. Also, Rito's. Uh, suit thing doesn't have I don't know if it doesn't have a movable mouth or they just never bother to use it but like mm-hmm. every time he talks or does something like chatters at his fingertips he's his his it's just sitting there mm-hmm. I don't think they can move cuz remember he just shoved the popcorn in the face right. mask yeah I don't think it can Anyway move. yeah so anyway Rita sends a sends a message down saying hey uh go get the crystal right now we've uh We've got to move, and they're like, "Oh, thank God!" Because we were just going to sit around here and wait to die. And they have literally like forty <laughs> seconds left. Yep. So, yep. Uh, so they teleport so straight they into teleport the center. center, and we walk into Alpha. Going, so I says to Mabel, I says, <laughs> "So Alpha says morphing is when you." And then he's interrupted by Goldar and Rita. Literally, Rito, the lit- most important piece of information yep. a new ranger could be given. <laughs> yep. Now I have to say something. When they teleport up here, literally the first, like the first thing that happens, and I don't fucking understand it, is Rito looks at Tanya. Oh yeah, his and face for stretches. Some for some reason, his face elongates. I, yeah, like, it, like it looks like there should be an auga effect. Yeah, yep. I, it's like they're doing the wolf auga thing, but it doesn't look right because. It's just like a bad post-processing effect. And then when they're leaving, so Zordon's like, the fuck, get out. No, Zordon, and, Zordon yeah. just scolds them. He's like, Goldar, Rito, get out of here. Yeah, and Goldar's like, we were just leaving, takes the Zeo Crystal. And and Rito is just like, uh, sows the Zeo Crystal out of here. And then his head... No, he, so he, he says, says so he says ciao baby he blows a kiss towards Zordon and his head flips as he does it why did they yep. decide to give Rito like cartoon special effects in his this head scene? has always flown off when he teleports this is just an yeah, extension of that yeah it's just weird I really I liked it, that effect I like it too I thought I like it was it great it, because because Rito is already a fucking Looney Tune, so and I get it. It's anyway, just... Tanya Tanya looks at Alpha and she's like, "Who the fuck were they? What the fuck is going on? Oh yeah. my god!" That's the I thing. Mean, a huge mistake. I seriously, I'm watching her and like, I, I guess it could be interpreted as like what's happening, but to me, it, it's more like, "Oh no, the Zeo Crystal!" And it's like, wait, why do you? I don't know. It just anyway. It's been. Yeah. In the three minutes we've been discussing this, it's been 35 seconds of in-game time. The countdown, (laughs) (laughs) we zoom in on the countdown going from five to one, and then a bunch of explosions happen as the implosion device takes effect. Uh, You know. (laughs) Um, Apparently, it's a a gradual process because the command center is shaking. Well, I guess what makes sense is the, like, 
structure underneath the command center is giving way and like oh, sure. okay. all the electronics are blowing up and like it's slowly collapsing because the thing that was holding it up is no longer there which is yeah. good because it gives them enough time to uh teleport the rangers away mm-hmm. um yeah what's great is I, it's almost as if someone in the crew said okay okay johnny young bosh you've been sticking with us for a season and a half now in this last episode of mighty morphin will let you actually act. Yeah. And he, he delivers, like, this actually genuinely really dramatic, like, we're not going to leave you to Zordon and Alpha. And it's like, and, like, listen, it's not high art, but contrasted with literally every other line well, reading in this whole miniseries, well, contrasted it's, to what's it's about Contrasted to about what's just about to happen, which is immediately yeah. after he says, after Adam says they're not going to leave Alpha, uh, we cut to Billy, who yells out "No!" and then dives no. on the uh, console for yep. some he, reason. He tries to lay down his life to save everyone else, and and so he, then the know. console just blows up, and then you. Alpha just calmly activates the tra- teleportation sequence. Here's what I'll uh-huh. say about this scene: like, it's fairly well done for Power Rangers. They're they're imparting like this is fucked up. Alpha is like screaming that he doesn't know what to do. He seems scared. It's the, there's mm-hmm. a lot of explosions happening. And the whole time, the only thing I can think of is what is Tanya thinking right now? Why is she <laughs> like, I, the fact that she's there has made me completely disregard what is happening in the scene because it's so bananas. <laughs> like, I just can't focus on what's happening. That's a legitimate thing to think about. What I was thinking about is I already know what happens in the first episode of Zio. Alpha reacting like this makes no sense. Well, don't yeah, they no, just yeah, fix I, the command center immediately? I feel like it doesn't. Yeah, even... well, we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out whenever the next episode of this show happens. Sure, but I'm. I mean, yeah, I'm just baffled by Billy's whole thing because he's not even at the same console that activates the teleportation sequence. I don't know what mm-hmm. he was doing. He he just yells no and then runs over to the console and he does dives nothing. on the yeah. console. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it. And then it, yeah. So then they Alpha teleports them out. Alpha says he has no idea what to do. Um, everyone, everyone teleports, and then we watch the command center just burst into flames. Yep, like they blow up a tiny model of the command center. It's gone. The command center is just blew up. No more. Like on no screen, more on, death, no more death confirmed. Yep. And so, anyway, it, the explosion actually uh, transitions into a fade-out of the scene, and then we fade back in on everyone getting up. And, again, in weird, like, weird scenes that imply something dramatic is going to happen, but that nothing actually does, uh, mm-hmm. as we pan to Kat, she sees Billy off-camera and shouts in fear of him. He's apparently still laying down, and then he immediately just gets up. Yeah. He's fine. But I, I, yep. I will it, it seems like they wanted us to think that Billy was dead for like half a minute there. Like, like with yeah, it was literally for like no ten thing. seconds. Yeah. Which, which I will say, like you know, that's probably where a commercial break went. And sometimes there yeah. are commercial break uh, like um, cliffhangers, and that can work on TV. But yeah, it's silly in 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 this. But now I will say that like seeing the command center fucked up with like what appear to be, like, support beams, which is weird, because it's, like, a big stone structure sticking yeah. out, uh, is effective. Like, goddamn, they've been there forever. Well, yeah, it's it's effective enough where I'm watching this scene and, like, intentionally trying to 
um, view it through the lens of not knowing what's coming up. Because obviously I know I know some things about what's going to happen after this. But just from the purposes <laughs> of evaluating this as presented, it, it shows just the smoking ruins of the command center. And then it pans to Tanya who says, do you think they could have survived? <laughs> Which uh, t- on its Tanya face, Tommy's just like, know I don't anything. know. And on its face, it's like, um, that seems very unlikely. I mean, she was just teleported through time, aged up, turned into a Power Ranger in, within like five minutes. Like she, the, everything she thought she knew has changed. So she's just, she's just catching up here. She's yeah. actually legitimately asking the question. Okay, so are they fine? Is this does this happen every day? What's going on? Yeah, here? it's what it's like. If anyone else had asked, do you think they could survive? It would have. It yep. would be like, you know, a concerned like. Oh my god, do you think they're okay? But from her, it's just like, hey, what's happening? Can someone please... <laughs> By the way, I'm Tanya. Who yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, while we were talking about all of that, they were just panning over the Rangers looking really worried. Tommy says this might be the end of the Power Rangers. I choose to believe it will be, which is why I am uh, declaring this podcast over. Um, it will be... You should have said this might be the end of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That would have been... well. Very cheesy. Well, the thing yeah. the thing to note is that uh, no, the po- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ended like ten episodes ago. Yeah, I know. The, I know. the thing to note is is unfortunately, um, our the Battle Borg, uh, teenagers with the Battle Borgs Command Center was destroyed in Hurricane Florence. That's not a thing. So, so we don't teenagers have any way to podcast. Has never from... been and never will be a podcast. <laughs> Wait. What is it called? Oh, God damn it! <laughs> uh, but yeah, so wrong. um, aliens with Battle Borgs. Um, I I mean. I just don't see any way for it to continue. The alien rangers are gone. Um, the there's no the command yeah. center has been destroyed. The power rangers have ended. There's no need for this podcast anymore. So I think I'm, I think it's time I, to I shut do it down. Ask, uh, real quick, real quick before we move on. I, I, I'm sorry to kill the bit, but <laughs> I know if there are any alien rangers and or power rangers super fans out there, and I know that the show's fandoms have some crossover. I want to know. How many times throughout the course of these shows, Tommy Oliver says, this is the end of the Power Rangers, or this could be the end of the Power Rangers? Yeah, what is the count on that? Because it's got to be in the dozens. Yeah, (laughs) Not just Tommy, because Zordon, I think, has threatened something similar, too. But but Lexi... I'm pretty sure Tommy says it more than anyone else, though. But Lexi, I I think you're right. I'm going to miss doing this podcast with you guys. It's fun, but I think think we're at the end. Yeah, no, I am... I I will not let this podcast go gently into this good night. We are tearing this motherfucker down. Okay. What is that first... We have some bloopers to look at. Uh, <laughs> no, we can we can skip those. We're past the two okay. minute mark. because they they just hey, replay Eric, all the scenes bloopers, of please. death and sadness and have everyone cracking up over them, which is a weird like. Yeah, it's a bit of a tonal. Um, yeah. yeah. God. But um, <laughs> anyway, since there will never be another episode of Aliens with Battleborgs or its uh, predecessor, Teenagers with Attitude, Zach, let's burn through these questions that you said you have. Okay, I do have some questions this week. Uh, if you have questions, you can send them it to us. It doesn't matter. There will never be another episode of this show, so don't bother. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, well, listen, it makes Zach feel good to receive questions. Yeah, if you just want a question that I can see, you can send it to us at Teens with Dude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our uh, Facebook group, or teenswithtude.gmail.com. Those are just for me, Unfortunately, as of you hearing this, I will be deleting all of those things. Yeah, there you go. So... 
uh, I do have a couple of questions uh, slash comments. Um, the first one okay, is... Okay, you did not say sla- there were slash comments to be dealt with. I did. <laughs> okay. You well, buried the lead, man. Fair. Uh, first question uh, is from Paul. Uh, and he says... He's referring to a question we did a couple episodes ago um, where we listed some music that we like for, for another question asker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mentioned uh, power metal. And he, he says... Hi, you mentioned power metal on a previous podcast, and I was just wondering if you could explain the different types of metal to me. It's a good thing you asked. No, I cannot. I will not do that. It's going to be a self-indulgent, like... Metalhead thing, but no, but, I've, no. Very loosely, power metal is metal that has a lot of energy, and it's it's, mo- it's mostly about you know cheesy. Uh, the, the 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 metal image is it's always music yeah. that can be played over so, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign yes. or something. <laughs> yes, right. That's so here's totally the, here's true. the thing. Here's the yeah. problem with metal is I mean this is the problem with music genres in general is it there's so much music out there. And They're so many people who are obsessive about trying to catalog stuff that there's infinite subgenres. The, the reason metal, I'm, I feel, yeah. is maybe even one of the worst examples of it. The reason yeah. I'm bringing it up is is I like if you're curious about uh, a subgenre of music that someone has listed, go look it up. And that's not to me telling you like. I don't want to tell you. I love all questions we get from our listeners. I don't. It's there just... are questions I've gotten that I <laughs> well, despise. Okay, I like most questions we get from our listeners, and I like this one. The reason I'm saying that is just, like, if you go to the uh, heavy metal genres page on Wikipedia, yeah. there are literally 80. So, like, yep. it's just... As, you can just as Lexi put a just word said, in front of metal, right. and that's a genre. And, and you can also do that with in front of core for like different yep. types of EDM. Like yep. there's just so many types of music. And to be honest with you, like that's not even how I find new music because it doesn't it a genre can be so wide or so shallow, depending on like how you define it. And some people, like, different people in different bands will define it different ways. So it doesn't even mean the same thing to the same people. So, like, and also, like, if you look at the metal ones specifically on Wikipedia, almost every single one starts with, like, a type of metal characterized by heavy and fast music. And that's, like, all of them. And then they have, like, a little bit more information. And I'm not saying that they're exactly the same. There are differences. But, like, it's just not I feel like a lot of musical classification comes from people, like, defining a subgenre and then going, well, but this band and that band both would fit that. And I don't like comparing those two because band B sucks. Right, they come up with some arbitrary distinction to separate yeah, them, and then that, that repeats add on. Add it in it also has a lot to do with the kind of mood that the music wants to put you in, I guess. Yes, That's, right. And yeah. the, the dumb thing about that is feel... most bands aren't monolithic enough, where they That's only true. have one specific sound. So, like, a good band is going to cover a wide range of, um, I guess, music like styles, tempos, moods, etc. That you. Like, if you get that specific, every band should cover multiple subgenres. Right, exactly. So, yeah. so yeah. it's. I mean, you know what's actually a really good way to classify different kinds of metal? What's that? Periodic table. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Mike, for going there. Oh, oh yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> Alchemy's back, baby. <laughs> damn it. 
But for real, like, I don't know this shit. Like, they're, most of the bands I listen to are okay, bands timer's I, f- up. I, f- I found through different random places, and I couldn't even tell you what genre they are. Okay, I'm done. Uh, next question. Um, let's see. So, a question for Zach from... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm seeing where this is going, and I'm, I'm regretting giving you the platform. Uh, from Ton, I have a question that's only for Zach. If you were stranded on a deserted island and you had to choose between easy-to-follow instructions and proper equipment to make safe drinking water or a 12-pack of Diet Coke, which would you choose? I don't know. <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach. One, if you are dying and the other you, doesn't, you need to drink that water to survive. You, there's no, come on, drink the fucking water. <laughs> but what Zach, situation. you were picking, you were choosing. I'm guessing based on what you've said about your habits previously, half a day's worth of drinkable fluids for potentially infinite supply of water to last you until you're rescued. Yeah, I would pick the water, but it would suck. That it, it, I, I mean, yes, well, you're yeah, stranded on a deserted island. The situation it would sucks. Suck. Yeah. Have you seen Castaway? He has like a bad tooth and he has to take it out with a skate. It's really bad. Uh, this is fair. Um, so also, uh, Ton also has some something quick for Mike. Mike, if you need to look up okay. information on what a monster did in the Sentai... Go to the wiki page for the Power Ranger monster, and there is a link at the bottom to the counterpart. I don't know if that's how you usually do it. That is already what I okay, do. I just, it's yeah. just, at least when it comes to Kaka Ranger, the entries for that are seriously Yeah, no, I I've, I've looked up a couple, too, and there's not I didn't know there. how you tried, but I just figured I'd give you that little tip so, there. So there you go. Zach, Zach does, yeah. does Tan have anything I mean, for maybe, me? Maybe, maybe he means uh, regular Wikipedia. I've been going to Ranger Wiki, so maybe that's the problem. Uh... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he does not, Lexi. But I will Ton, ask ask Lexi at, oh god. Ask Lexi a question next time. There you go. But there's not gonna be a next time. We've established this. Uh just send one anyway. We'll figure out we'll figure something out. Um uh court from Corbin. Uh he has some stuff about the Korean episode, uh when Adam goes back in time. Uh oh. Um he says, uh, I worked in for a Korean company and lived in Korea for several several years and Ooh. can speak a little bit. So I do have a few answers to some of the questions you asked on the episode. Oh, awesome. Uh, Kyogi is not a word I've encountered, but would be a valid name with family name Gi and individual name Kyo. So maybe it was just a name instead of a, th- and we thought it was supposed to be a title. Yeah, that's possible. That's okay. very possible. Yeah. Or even a title um, made from a name, because that's a thing that happens sometimes. Yeah. So uh, he also says, I've watched a few Korean films, and the archetype of wise master who acts the fool is definitely present. Japan and Korea have a lot of cultural enmity, but also crossover due to Japan having invaded Korean Peninsula many times throughout history. The wardrobe in the episode looked uh, consistent with the Joseon period, from roughly 1300 to 1700, which doesn't make sense with the timeline they established. That doesn't line up with anything yeah. else. <laughs> um, I don't know how much, if any, contact they would have had with Europe at that time. It would be bizarre to encounter someone speaking fluent English, I'm pretty sure. So, or yeah, being familiar with baseball. <laughs> right. So there you go. Um, and then uh, last one. This is... Uh, fairly long, so I'm going to uh, truncate it a little bit. But um, Warren writes, Hello, aliens with Battleborg crew. 
uh, I had a funny observation I'd like to bring to your attention. Um, as you already know, in Alien Rangers Sowing the Seeds of Evil, Billy creates a rainwater machine to allow the equations to rehydrate. At 7 minutes and 45 seconds on the Netflix uh, edition, he is holding a 301 electronics learning lab sold at Radio Shack <laughs> in the mid-1990s. These are electronics lab kits aimed at children in elementary school ages 9 to 13. I was a proud owner of two older models of these types of kits. Delightful. Uh, so, yeah, like, I love this because, basic, again, sort of... Um, uh, paraphrasing, but he's basically saying, like, why the fuck was someone who built or at least helped to build Zords using a, ch- a like, do you, child's... <laughs> do you think it's a sort of a Dexter's Laboratory sort of situation where he's using the... where he's using tools available to him as a child genius to, like, do stuff that they were never meant to do? Yeah, I mean, he did describe letter blocks as his equipment at one point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He might just have a toy from Radio Shack. Yeah, it, like it's... I could, I could see the way b- they present Billy Super Science in the show being, oh yeah, I bought this like off the rack thing for babies, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the components of it to do s- something like that opens up a quantum tunnel to another dimension because I'm, I'm a super scientist and that's what we do. So also, he was apparently able to uh, freeze frame a picture of the setup he has. And basically he says like, he's using it as a uh, remote control. This requires a radio frequency transmitter, which is probably doable with the lab, but the setup has the following issues and he lists lists a bunch of them, but basically he has like a wire to two switches he has only one wire to the transformer, like a essentially. All this right, thing now we're either, talking my shit, yeah. Right, essentially, mm-hmm. this thing would either blow up or not work at all. So, like, yeah, I just love that someone wrote in to tell us exactly what this thing is, uh, especially since, and also it made me laugh because the only thing I've specifically noticed in this show is when he had a Nerf gun, and Warren here is like, "No, get out of the way! I got the real shit for you." <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's rad. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Warren. That's a great email. Uh, yeah, there you right. go. Cool. <sighs> Thanks, Zach. Um, all right, we definitely need to wrap right, up we now. Got, we've got to end this nonsense. Oh yes, the, we went so long today. Yep, Thanks, let's, guys. Let's start to. Well, I mean, it's the last ever episode of this podcast. We've got to. We've got to. You know, make sure we're doing everything. We can't cut corners here, except now where we're going to cut all the corners so the podcast collapses in, collapses in on itself. Yeah. Uh, anything anything you guys would like to plug before this all ends? The podcast is collapsing. <laughs> uh, go to audioentropy.com and check out all of our other fun podcasts. Uh, I, obviously, this one won't be continuing, but uh, you know, check out everything else that, that's up on there. There's a lot of cool stuff. Also, Video Entropy, where you can uh, watch some Let's Plays. You can watch Silver Pines, so which is the... We need to- uh, I want to, sorry to interrupt, but I want to specify Video Entropy is not a website in and of itself. There's a link on AudioEntropy.com to the Video Entropy YouTube channel, uh, to a sorry. page that uh, compiles yeah. our Twitch channel and YouTube channels. Um, it's Twitch.com slash Video Entropy and YouTube.com slash Audio Entropy. Yeah, there you go. That's all mine. I mean, that's literally all our plugs, I think. <laughs> there you go. I did all of them. I saved us <laughs> yeah. some time. Simon, Zach, it. anything else you want to mention before we go away forever? 
Hypothetically, if they were to find the Zeo crystals, they might use them to find some new powers. And no, it was Goldar, more Goldar and Rito show. stole that. It's gone. And Zordon if and they got them back, dead. They... they have no powers. They're done for. <laughs> Let's say there's a secret basement to the command center. Okay, that nope. That's, that's ridiculous. In. That's absurd. I will not even entertain the possibility. That's just some fan fiction bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I okay. guess stay tuned for Simon's fan fiction bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe right, Simon everyone. will launch a new podcast. I mean, he's he's done a solo episode once already. Why not? Why do I want to kill our fucking SEO by changing the name of the podcast to Simon's Fan Fiction Bullshit? Because <laughs> it's really good. Uh, Mike, anything? Right. Uh, my, my plug is that we really should end this. I really have to pee. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, um, for the final episode of Aliens with Battleborgs, I've been Lexi. I've been Zach. I've been Simone. And I've been Mike. Stay dry, y'all. All right, I'm blowing this up now. Goodbye. Oh, shit.